0: Thank you for riding on Nerd Thug Radio. You must be 42 inches in order to ride this ride. Please fasten your safety belts. Pull your chest restraints down until they lock. Keep hands and feet inside the roller coaster at all times. And once again, thank you for choosing Nerd Thug Radio. Nerd Thug Radio. Nerd Thug Radio. Hey. On lone star.com. IR lone com. First show on lone star community radio. Boom. Boom. Moving on up in the world. That's right. And very soon we're going to be on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1 sister stations. July 18th, the week of July 18th. Whoop whoop. I am the Captain Joey Savage here. I'm Corey DLG with us as always, the Engineering Nico. Yeah, guys, so uh, don't forget, check out our Facebook page if you want to interact with us. That's facebook.com backslash nerdthugradio. Uh, we follow us on Twitter at ner- nerdthugradio. Uh, I'm also Corey DLG on Twitter. I am on Instagram. I am the unofficial Nerd Thug Radio Instagram. <laughs> uh, it's joey.savage15. Give me a follow. And thanks for having us here. That's right. Show number 10. Uh, This is our 10th episode. First on the new network. First on the new uh, network, but the 10th episode of Nerd Thug Radio. That's right. And now we're on the home of Conroe's Community Radio. This is like a dream come true for me. This is. You're a Conroe kid. I grew up here. I am so excited. So this is, we're now in the heart of Montgomery. We are in the heart of Montgomery, the birthplace of the the Texas flag. Is this true? Montgomery, Texas is the birthplace of the Texas flag. Here's the thing: I'm gonna let you fact check yourself this Conroe episode. No, it's true. But if you start spouting off some false Conroe things, <laughs> don't you
1: know that the Americas was started in fact in yeah.
0: Montgomery? <laughs> if you start trying to say that the bushes visit Conroe on Tuesdays, I'm no, gonna they, call they you do that live. in College Station. Okay, all right, now that's probably true actually. But for those of you who are tuning into Nerd Thug Radio for the first time, thank you for listening. Corey DLG, why don't you give them a rundown of of what we kind of do on the show? So, essentially, we do, well, whatever we want. We talk nerdy. That's right. We do. It's two fat guys and their little brother talking nerdy to you. That's how we we pitch it. That's what it is. What we do is we talk about the things that we find interesting, which is TV, movies, comic books. Tabletop gaming. Tabletop gaming. Sci-fi. And anything. Time travel. Oh, man. Anything that you have thought, eh, that's cool. I wish someone would tell me what that was. We got you. We that, do That's that. right. If you want to know what the cool nerd things are happening, this is the show you want to listen to. That's right. You're at the water cooler. You're out of stuff to say. Everyone's like, God, Bob's pretty boring. I wonder what happened on Game of Thrones this week. Right. Boom. There you go, Bob. We just saved your life. That's right. Bob, from cut to promoted. Boom. So. I want to tie up, uh, for those of you who didn't listen to uh, episode 9, because you didn't even know who Nerd Thug Radio was. We uh, forgive you. We forgive you this time. So we got pretty intense on uh, some wrestling and some Cody Rhodes action. And UFC. And some UFC stuff. Um, So DLG, this week I found out they announced Cody Rhodes' first post-WWE match. Okay. So he can't compete until sometime in August. Hang on, let me guess. It's the Spring High Locker Room. Nope, it is not. Okay, wait, 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 wait. It's the VA Town Hall of Downtown Woodlands? Nope, no, it's not. Okay, alright. So it's going to be August 27th. Okay. He's going to be wrestling for Northeast Wrestling Promotion. It's in New York, and the title of the show is Wrestling Under the Stars. His first match will be against none other than the real American Kurt Angle. It's a pretty big first match for a guy coming out of WWE. Wow. That's why you leave the WWE. So you can wrestle. WWE stars who are washed up. Kurt Angle, that's, former WWE champion, former TNA champion. So, hey, I tweeted. Hang on. Former Olympic gold medalist. Former Olympic gold medalist. So, I tweeted. I think you start with that one. No, no. We start with WWE <laughs> champion. <laughs> we start Tigers. with WWE champion. Yeah, name me three Olympic gold medalists in wrestling, Nico. I
1: have absolutely no idea. DLG,
0: name me three WWE heavyweight champions. Oh, that's way easier. Triple H, The Rock, Stone Cold. Boom. Boom. See, you, you lead game with game the game, WWE. Um, you literally just. You, you lead with the WWE. Chris Jericho. I mean, literally. It, this goes on and on. I guess Everyone so. except Cody Rhodes. <laughs> oh, that's true. But you know, I'm, I'm excited to see this match. It's going to be fun. But here on, on well, Twitter, okay, on, on tell Twitter, me the story. I tweeted out how excited I was for this match, and I, I tagged Cody Rhodes and the real Kurt Angle. And the real Kurt Angle liked my tweet. That's so awesome. So I said, hey, listen to Nerd Doug Radio this week, because I'm going to talk my excitement. You couldn't tell me that before I called. No, my no,
2: stuff? no, okay. I, I, right.
0: couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> so Kurt, if you're listening, DLG, he's ready to get um, the Olympic Slam. Throw him in the ankle lock. Whatever you gotta do, make him a believer. Can this match to is that? gonna I be want good. To see that now. I mean, when you when you <laughs> go to indie matches, you're gonna you're gonna get the older guys. No, you are. You are. You're getting a fresh that. young Cody Rhodes against a former two time, you know, two promotion champion and Olympic gold medalist. So for the town, or the city of New York, this is gonna be big.
1: No, no, it's not. Well, actually, no, no, it's, no, no, no. actually it's
0: for the state of New York. It's in some small town, but for what? that region like rest in, indie wrestling up in the northeast is so different than what we're used to down here like it's a big deal up there so this is a, this is a big match for them up there if you if you think
3: no, 20 years not, ago ECW
0: ECW was very small and it was locally but people in New York take wrestling serious No, they do however nowhere else were you see Cody Rhodes take on Kurt Angle but this match right here well yeah nowhere else because the, neither one of them were under contract anywhere were bigger that's right <laughs> that's like saying they're on the indie circuit that's like saying nowhere but my garage still, will you see my old black and white TV for sale I mean it's like we're the equivalent to them we're, we're a small time podcast doing big things here in County we in Texas we are however, big time wrestlers doing small time things in New however, York however for us this was a step up for both of them this is a step down I don't know if it is for Kurt Angle
1: that's like if we started on live TV and now we're doing this <laughs> right <laughs> so they we're like, <laughs>
0: yeah, one o'clock infomercials. <laughs> right, if we had been by in, the magic blender, if we had been slated to replace Mike and Mike in the morning, and we somehow blew that, and now we're on Lone Star, that people would be you fairly know, saying, "I just don't think you appreciate wrestling like I do." No, listen, not, uh, listen. I'm uh, willing to uh, say uh, that it's a big name that's still out there that he got that he drew for this match. Let, so let that, me ask that you, you, know, up, me me ask you this deal. question: If Booker T's promotion put up. Cody Rhodes was going to be in Houston, Texas, taking on Kurt Angle. Would you not want to go watch it? Would you not be excited about it? I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. I would be I, for real. I, I, I got excited like three years ago when Booker T was like, Jay Lethal's coming to Houston. I was like, holy crap, Jay Lethal? <laughs> here's this is, this is cool. But we didn't go. No, we didn't. We didn't go. I think I had tickets and something happened. Oh, so here's pregnant the thing. wife. Yep, pregnant wife. If, if the tickets were $20, I'm pumped. I'm probably gone. If the tickets were $40, I'm probably saying, who's on the card? Yeah, true. What other events true. are happening? That's my thing. Cody Rhodes left the most important wrestling organization, and yes, this is a good landing spot for a first match. But there's two problems. A. Kurt Angle is about ten years past where he was physically as a prime. He's still in his prime wrestler. No, he, he can do it. No, as a matter of fact, WWE. His neck might be stiff, but well, he's right. good to go. As a matter of fact, he might. He doesn't even have a neck anymore. Last like I saw on TV, <laughs> he's like. Yeah, it's you all can't goes, see me, but like... It goes when we, when from we shoulders we the, to ears. One of, the, one of the cool things about being on IRLoneStar.com is once we uh, go to FM, we'll be live streaming the show. You can Conros, see me. Yes, You can see me doing my Kurt Angle impression here. Right, right. it's no, shoulders only to only you ears. guys can see. Shoulders to ears. Here's the thing. is Kurt Angle was actually in talks with the WWE was recently. as recently as six months ago. Yep, very but true. But there were two very big issues. He wanted... A steady, but major appearance-style contract where he would show up once or twice a month. I think he wanted like the Undertaker-type deal on a lesser extent. Right. He wanted to show (laughs) up for the pay-per-views and do some promoting for the pay-per-views. the Brock Lesnar. The Brock Lesnar deal. Whereas WWE was looking for people to help fill in their short-term roster because of the injuries we've been discussing. Yep. When he balked, and basically, there were two issues. He didn't think physically he would hold up, and they weren't sure... That his personal issues weren't going to get the better of him. Oh, that's a big issue. Yeah, I don't know. It, I've never seen Kurt Angle wrestle in life. Live. So to me, I mean, I like Cody Rhodes. The, to me, this is a dream match of mine.
1: You, you know, what, what, what would be the second dream match that you'd want the Cody sec- Rhodes to come yeah, out of this
0: this, this doesn't seem like this Oh, really Cody good. Rhodes versus Hulk Hogan. Dream match. These aren't really dream Fun. matches of yours, though. Yeah, sure they are. So, so like you lay down your head, you could have any wrestlers in the world and that, the were the team, ind- that were on the indie scene. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. We gotta go indie because I mean, I, I you're can't right. Dreaming. You have to go indie you're because right. you can't choose. any this, of the is best my, best. this is my indie dream match. You can't go. You can't go WWE. And you can't have the best of the best. Nope. Right. Yep, this is my indie dream match. So let's roll into uh, our first big segment of, of the of the week. I, mean, I thought we were. No, no, that was, just, that was just covering stuff up. Oh, okay. out, you know. uh, we also want to cover up... Uh, we talked about Cap and Hydra, right? Oh, God, don't even get me started on myself. So, but off. you had, you brought a theory to the table. I, I didn't bring a theory to the table. Um, our good friends at Space Cadets posted on their Facebook. And I'm not sure if it was Miss Jen who owns it or our friend BMAC, but uh, they basically... Kind of devised their thoughts on it. Should I go into it, or should I make them read the Facebook post? Uh, no, no, go into it. I, so basically, this is what, this is what here, we do. Keep, keep strolling for a minute. And I'm going to read it verbatim. So those who don't know, Captain America was revealed. This was actually big news last week, it and it ticked me off that he's actually been a Hydra agent from the beginning. So his entire time as Captain America has been, a for double. lack of a better word, a double agent or a lie. And the resulting uh, stories that are coming out of that, we we haven't seen where they go yet. But it's been a little bit a little bit aggravating for Joey, who is such a huge Captain America fan. And I want to say this is probably, I mean, it might not be Mac. I mean, I don't think it's Miss Jen because, anyway, so basically what they've gotten at is that Maria Hill used pieces of the Cosmic Cube to create Pleasant Hill. Okay. So that was one of the big storylines that just, just passed through. And Pleasant Hill is a city where they are rehabilitating the villains. Yeah. So Pleasant that Hill. collected. It's an idealistic prison of the mind for a huge number of villains, including uh, Baron Zemo. So they're, they're, they're being sort of mentally subdued and uh, rehabilitated yeah. so without the So basically, their they all believed that they were living out their lives in a peaceful Pleasantville type town and were regular people with mundane jobs. Okay. So that kind of types up what. This town's all about. A little Truman show for you. Well, somewhere along the way, the fragments of the Cosmic Cube formed a young girl named Kovic. Pretty crazy story in itself. Okay. So anyways, she had the power to create a different reality for people's perception of what reality really is. Because she's a Cosmic Cube. Exactly. So for mysterious reasons, the villains in the town started to wake up and notice that you know, they were not being, the wool was being pulled over their eyes, and that's not exactly who they were. Basically, a coup happened, and Steve was critically critically injured, and um uh, healed him. And that's how, I guess, he gets back to his his younger ways. And so, right. Kobick was ended up grabbed up by Bucky, and who is now running the Thunderbolts. Right. And so, she's with him. And so, basically, what they're kind of saying is that Kobik is altering everybody's reality right now. And so, Space Cadets, whoever posted this, is under the impression that hopefully, or maybe, that um, Kobik is torn with Steve's mind and making him think that he's been a Hydra agent this whole time, when in fact we will find out at some point that he, he's not, and it's just his mind that's being played with. What do, what do you think of it? Um, that sounds like a really logical... It, it seems like a logical way out of the story that they created. It yeah. does. It also feels like a cop-out out of the story they created. Well, it's
1: kind of like what they did with Matthew Malloy... Uh, I think it was about a year ago when they created Matthew Malloy. He was like this ultimate mutant that killed everyone. He was like basically a god, and they were like, "Okay, time travel bubble character, create a time bubble. He was never born." All right, time travel
0: is amazing. It seems like (laughs) it seems like Marvel. If this is true, they gave themselves a failsafe. If it works out, they continue. If it doesn't, oh, we'll just fix the whole thing. Here's the the reason: time bubble, time bubble, time Time travel. That was pretty good. <laughs> that was <laughs> <I> my time <laughs> bubble. I like it. So Nico, cool. make sure that you like sound bite that. So next time, every time we say sound bubble, you'll hear Corey going. <laughs> no problem,
1: guys. It
0: makes me to think of Kirby, like the video game Kirby from Nintendo. There's,
1: there's a there's a bubble
0: one. He's got a bubble power. Where he yeah. Bubbles at people. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. I know. See, what you're that's about. me and Nico. We know where we're going. Here. There you go. So okay, we're gonna go from that. We're gonna transition into Space City Comic. Yeah. So last week, when I was ranting about how much I hated the new. Captain America story. We ended the show talking about Space City Comic Con. Correct. Uh, Space City Comic Con was last weekend at the uh, NRG Arena. It's the second biggest convention here in the Houston area. Correct. The first time we had ever been. Yes. Uh, we, we are Comic Paloozaites, if you want to say. Yeah, well, scheduling reasons, Comic Palooza generally happens first. Right. So. And typically, it was this. It's the holidays. Bigger weekend. and better. And since it's bigger and better and first, we typically go to that one, drop all of our money, and then from there we are. Yeah, so we went this time for the first time. Because of scheduling reasons, Space City is happening first. Happening first, uh, we went to, to promote Nerd Thug Radio. We met a lot of cool people, saw a lot of cool things. So, you know, before we jump into talking about our cool things, let's pause real quick for a little station identification. Okay. Hey, you listening to the podcast? What do you think so far? We really like doing it. Hit us up on Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio with your thoughts. Uh, keep in mind, we're live every Monday from 1 to 3. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're everywhere. Nerd Club Radio. Alright, welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio here on Lone Star Community Radio. I never, I don't know what to call it yet. Like, I'm still, I'm still feeling it out. still new, you're still it's new. Very, I do. It's new and exciting. Because I want to call it Montgomery's Lone Star Community Radio, but I also want to call it like Conros. Montgomery. Who do I give it to? How do we split this baby? We call it, um, Lone Star Community Radio. Conros FM 104.5, 106.1. July. 18th. Okay, so DLG, Space City Con. Uh, what was one of the things you enjoyed the most? Okay. About this con. One of the things I enjoyed the most, although we talked about two things that we never even really even happened. When we did our top three list, the two things I was most excited about going was Deal Day. I, whoa, whoa, whoa. Before we Deal Day, I landed Deal Day. Yeah, okay, uh, so so here we got go. something. So here yeah. we go. One of the big things I talked about on Deal Day is I like to pick up art. Yes. I found my Deal Day art. Usually you did. You did. I got five pieces for $25. That's, that is a good And they are glorious. Deal. They are good pieces. They are very good pieces. That's fair. I did not partake in Deal Day this time. Did I didn't not. I didn't see a lot going into it. I was I didn't have that one thing I was looking for this time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, timing this again this wasn't a, this just timed out very oddly for all of us it sure did and um basically it wasn't payday weekend that's right <laughs> that's right and then the other thing was Nailed uh, it. cosplayers yeah well we went on Sunday which is the last day of the show which is odd because Memorial Day weekend there's a fourth you could have a fourth day you could but this one had three and you're right even my wife was saying how comic blues has always been three days too no on Memorial Day weekend it goes four last year it was four days it was the last yeah. couple, of day, last couple years has been four it's been four uh, I
1: thought it was. Monday. I thought it was
0: Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Your mom's Sunday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Shush! So, drop the mic. So, anyways, yeah, there wasn't a lot of cosplaying. My kids went; they cosplayed as Supergirl and uh, Superman. Adorable, as always. But there wasn't a lot of just random people, right? Like usually, when you're at the George R. Brown Convention for Comic Palooza, there's big aisles at the end. People just levitate towards. And they're yes, just walking around, and there's and you just, see tons and tons, tons and of tons. people taking pictures. There wasn't a whole lot. Plus, there wasn't even a whole lot of just. Actuals players, right? Traveling cosplayers, they were they Anonymous. were gone by Sunday, right? And I don't want to I don't want to undersell this or soft sell this. If you went and you dressed up, right now you're thinking, What uh, I was there. I dressed yeah, up. Yeah, we did see uh, were a cool some. Rocket Raccoon, right? There was a couple cool Captain Americas. I saw a really cool Gambit. I saw a nice uh, Red Skull Hydra yes. version. That was pretty good. There was a good Wolverine. Yeah, yes, good. there was a good Wolverine. And, you're and, right,
1: uh, Killer Croc, Titan. Oh, oh yeah, Killer Croc, that was, was a good one. To good. He had a rock, right? Yeah, he had yeah. like a piece of concrete and a chain.
0: That was a good one. There, was, there were some great cosplays. I want to soft sell this and be like, there was nothing. But there wasn't as many as we expected. Correct. There wasn't as many as we're used to. Uh, when you go to Space City, uh, or when you go to Common Palooza, I should say, you see a good number. Uh, one in five? One in six? Is dressed up to some degree? Oh yeah, some Definitely. Run- and here at Space City, it was probably maybe 10%. 10%. Yeah, definitely. 10%. There wasn't a whole lot of people dressed up. You know? It wasn't the same volume and quantity that you're used to if you go to the bigger con, which is kind of This, this cool, is though. true. This is true. I was a little disappointed. I was. But uh, we had a lot of fun. To each his own. We went in our shirts. We uh, rocked our Nerd Thug Radio shirts. If you haven't got yourself one, hit me up on the Facebook page. Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. They're going for $25? $25 that, with free shipping. Ooh. Ooh, that's you a can't dude. beat that. It's got my beautiful face on there. It does. With my homeboy Tupac Shakur and my baby mama uh, and Frank. Frank. Yeah. Frank. Sporting the Star Wars Rebel Logos. Sporting the Star Wars Rebel Logos Are because we love time travel. Wild West poster. It is great. It it's is, a great shirt. It's gold. It's a great shirt. A lot of people asked us about it. A lot of people uh, mentioned it. So expect for that to be a hot item this summer. So one of the things I enjoyed the most about this con had nothing to do with the con itself. Oh, so oh. the three of us were there. My wife was there, my kids, uh, Papa De La Gordia was there, and our mm-hmm. friend Zach Attack slash Angry Zach was there. <laughs> so I know where you're going with our this. Our boy Zach here is a huge fan of these mystery boxes. This loves the mystery box. Loves mystery boxes. So if you don't know what a mystery box is, it's basically what it sounds like. You it- pay 25 to $30 for a mystery box. You don't know what's in it. You open it up. You find all kinds of goodies. It's a brilliant move if you're a retailer because the stuff that's not moving, you take half bad stuff, half fun stuff, you put it in a bunch of boxes. And boom, on your way. So how many did uh, Zach end up buying? I want to say three. He three. bought three boxes. My kid's left with half of the stuff he got. Correct. I
1: look like at the other half.
0: <laughs> Nico left the other half. And the one piece that he kept, he traded for like 14 Lego pieces. Yes. But just to see him open the box and just like get all giddy while he's opening the box, it was like watching a four-year-old on Christmas morning. Absolutely. This was his... His Christmas. This was his Christmas. He uh, he, he opened uh, a smaller $25 one, which was really well packaged. Yep. It looked like the Scooby-Doo van, the mystery machine. Very awesome. And it said the mystery box. But it was colored and themed and uh, a very, overall very well packaged. That's,
1: that's where he got real lucky. He pulled a, a really expensive
0: Dragon Ball Z figure and he traded it for a million Legos. <laughs> yeah, he traded it for several, I 13. Say four, 13, 13 mini Lego pieces. <laughs> and so now he has the entire X-Men lineup in Lego <laughs> form. <laughs> It's pretty great. Those Legos are really well done. He's my <laughs> hero. Yeah, <laughs> but then like we got separated at one point. I think me and my wife and the kids stopped to talk to one of our friends. So I called Zach. I'm like, "Hey, where you guys at?" He's like, "I'm standing in the middle. The mystery box is over my head." So I'm just walking around and just look for this tall giant man holding a mystery box like a boom box over his head. And sure enough, it was easy to find. There he was. It was great. All six feet of them. all six feet of him. <laughs> but so he wound up getting another mystery box that was quite larger, and that one was full of a. Disc- Assortment of comic books, uh, a a, giant Star Wars puzzle, a giant Star Wars puzzle. That's in my house now. Yes, it is. Um, Also, I I believe there was a Mystique uh, Funko Pop bobblehead in there. Yeah, man, I would have taken that. That was nice. Uh, That was exciting. He tried to trade it, but no, nobody would would trade him for it. Oh no, don't trade with them. Nobody it's wants cause, the pops. It's because it's no one really wants them
1: after they had like 30 million of them. Yeah, pops. there's so,
0: like, Funko Pop is blown up. It is. Like, my mom's all excited because in September they're releasing the Golden Girls on Funko Pop. She's like, there's my Christmas present. I want all of them. So, can we then declare this the Funko Pop bubble? This is the Funko Pop bubble. And any moment, it's going to burst. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> time bubble <was, laughs> we need to travel back in time to create Funko we need our own Funko Pops we do need our Funko Pops they should start making like custom Funko Pops well they before we get too far down that road <laughs> Disney does sell blank vinyls it's Mickey Mouse and then what other artists do is they yeah I've seen that they, also they customize oh, them They I, do. I, they I, do, I do I, release I was in the fabric store the other day getting cosplay material for the kiddos And they have those, like, um, same thing, but they're Stormtrooper helmets. So you can design whatever kind of Stormtrooper helmet. I was like, say, look at that, That's so cool. I I feel like a little kid in a candy store. What would be your Stormtrooper nickname? I don't even know. You know how they're, like, they're fives, or they're, you know, they're... uh, It'd be, like,
1: like Captain with, like, speed. I mean, there's not a whole lot of
0: Stormtrooper... (laughs) There's not a whole lot of Stormtrooper real nicknames. I mean, there's Captain Phasma. Oh, that's there like, was
1: there was the trainer
0: guy. Whoa, whoa, from but there's like were, FN two one eight seven, which is his, his number. No, there were there's Rex. There were tons in the Clone Wars. Rex, Rex, Rex. Cody. Yeah, yeah. Those aren't nicknames. Those yeah, are real names. No, they're nicknames because they're all clones. They all come up with Rex and Cody. They they got the short end of the stick, did they? Because they had an identity, while the Cody others had numbers. And Rex. Sounds like two dogs. One of them was fives, because his birthmark looked like a five. That's kind of cool. Now that's a nickname. See, that's a nickname. One of them was heavy, because he was really good with a Gatling gun. That would be your your Stormtrooper nickname. Yes, it would. You would be heavy. Because I swing the heavy... Uh, I was going a little opposite direction because you are heavy. Oh, oh! No, or we go beard. That'd be great. Yeah, cool. beardo, looking <laughs> all majestic. Like I yes. just imagine like
1: Stormtrooper helmet, like beard poking. <laughs> <I> know, right?
0: <laughs> that would be cut off the little breather piece <laughs> so that my beard can stick out. That would be simply majestic. So do we have time to do this? Because what I want to do here is I want to jump into the story that broke. Is that a yes or a no? Oh, I was just you assumed... can speak. Go ahead. No, I'm just <laughs> saying. That's how much time we have. That's how much time we've been going on. So what? What do we have to get to before we need a break, producer? Well, we just did. About 13 minutes, so this is one. Okay, so he's doing a great job starting off so far. Yeah, let's go So on over we've there. got about six minutes. Can you get six minutes in here? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do okay. it. Go. What I wanted to do is I want to talk about the news that broke, and it's actually broken Houston-wide in regards... Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you, you posted something on Facebook on your personal Facebook. Yes, I did. Facebook. So, so there's something you need to know about conventions. As people are getting nerdier and nerdier, and conventions are becoming more and more a thing people do, you need to understand that conventions are run by individuals... They're run by, well, this one specifically is run by like a LLC or something like that. corporation <laughs> It's a guy. It's like three or four guys. Right. But what you need to understand is these organizers can be, they're just like any other business, but comic books have always dealt with two types of people, straightforward people and super shady people. And so conventions have to deal with convention organizers who are either straightforward and honest or super shady. And so- Super face- slim shady? No, shady bad, not shady Oh, uh, not good. shady good? No. So like d 12 Ooh, shady real bad. Shady real bad. So actually, what happens is... No one knows what we're talking about. No one <laughs> It's so gone. Alright, continue. So what happened was that Space City Con invited the cast of Sons of Anarchy, and that was their big... That was their big hit this year. Is that the Sons of Anarchy? This was going to be the one-time reunion of Sons of Anarchy. It was happening in Houston, Texas. It was happening nowhere else. Nowhere else were these guys reunion. reunion, Space City. I'm going to create a word. Reunionizing. No one else were they reunionizing. So there's people coming from all All over over the the country. country, all over the world. Australia, Sweden, I heard. France, places like that to see the Sons of Anarchy. Because this was the first time they've been together since the show, and there's not going to be a lot of these because they're going off in different directions. Some people's stars are rising. Ron Perlman's got movies to make Charlie Hunnan's a big deal. It's going to be hard to get these guys back together. in the same place yeah. over and over and over again, especially after what happened this weekend, which is this con guy made promises to all of them. And as the story broke publicly, what was what was said was uh, Charlie Hunnan apparently arrived first. And when he got to the hotel to check in, the credit card that was on file was declined. He then went to cash the check so that he wouldn't personally be out any money so that he was going to use this, you know, the money from the check from the con to pay for the room and then get reimbursed, et cetera, et cetera. The check bounced. Their funds had been closed. The account had been closed. Funds were not there. The account had been closed. So Montreal, he, screw jobs. Right. So he gathers up the troops. Oh, by then, other Sons of Anarchy cast members have arrived. They're dealing with the same issues. So several of them go to the con to confront the promoter. Uh, also, at this exact instant, what they don't know is... Ticket sales are being delayed. General admission tickets aren't being sold, but the VIP passes are available for purchase at that time. And here's the difference for those who don't know. Ticket sales generally for the event like this are $30 to $40, sometimes $50 for like a three-day pass. But somewhere in the $20 to $40 range is a good convention ticket price. However, if you want a deeper con experience, if you want to shake hands or have meet and greets or talk to personally or have things signed by, these bigger names... You typically have to pay a lot of money in advance to yeah. get the time a lot because these people are here for three days. They don't have a lot of time, sometimes only two days. Sometimes one day. William yeah. Shatner was there for one day. So they they have very tight windows to get people in and out to sign things and photos and talk to and tell stories and meet and greets. So those tickets become quite expensive. I read a story today where a lady said she spent... on her VIP Sons of Anarchy ticket. Wow. So that being said, someone just almost spends $1,000 to have a VIP experience with the Sons of Anarchy, only to find out that the stars hadn't been paid, weren't being paid, what had been promised hadn't been delivered, and now all of a sudden, they had agreed everyone honored, most people honored their agreements and stayed and did their fan experience stuff, but none of the stars showed up for the panel. Yeah, none of them showed up for the panel. Now, this lady did say today that she got refunded about 650 of it, but she also informed in the little article I read that some of the things that they were told about the Sons of Anarchy guys coming, the Sons of Anarchy guys weren't actually told themselves. Right. Hmm. And so, so this is a like lot of shady deal going shady. on. And mm-hmm. I, I say, we say this only to tell you, this doesn't happen at every con. No, it doesn't. Don't think that this is how. Cons operate. It's not because Comic Palooza is ran smoothly and it sounds like we're bashing space. Well, you know what? We are bashing space. Yeah, you can't, we're you can't make promises to people and to fans and then dishes. Everybody that we met at Space City was amazing. They were yeah, super blessed. friendly. We made a lot of contacts. Some of those people you'll find on the show later on in the on the year at some point. Absolutely. But to the guys that run it, you really did a screw job here to the guys on Sons of Anarchy and, and, and to the fans. And honestly, the story that the story that became the story coming out of Space City, nobody was talking about the fun nerd stuff. Nobody was talking about the awesome Sons of Anarchy reunion. Space City blew a huge opportunity to to have a really big pop culture moment. And instead, now they're known as the guys who... Screwed over Charlie Hunnam. Yeah. Do you really want to be the guy who pissed off the Sons of Anarchy? No, I don't think so. I don't <laughs> think so either. So that story broke it. And actually, it was all over the place. I heard it on the buzz. I heard it on local news. Uh, it, was ever, it was on TMZ. It was on TMZ. TMZ... So the first morning news show is like Fox at like 4 a.m. Right. We'll wrap it up with here before we jump into a break. And uh, TMZ comes on before that. TMZ was in Los Angeles. And they met Charlie Hunnam as he was getting off of the plane. And bam, story broke right there on TMZ, the Montreal, we'll call it the Houston Screwjob. The Houston job, I like it. So guys, thanks for listening to that segment. Uh, when we come back, we're going to introduce you guys to a little fun game we like to play called Going Exclusive. But we're going to jump out real quick for a little station identification, and we'll be right back.
4: Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. And we are looking for talk show hosts and volunteer DJs for our music shows. Are you interested in having your own talk show on Lone Star? Or have you always wanted to live out your dreams of being a music DJ? With the addition of Conroe's FM 104.5 and 106.1 and video aspects of our talk shows, we are needing people to grow with us. If you or someone you know might be interested, please contact us online at irlonestarcom slash contact us or Call the station at 936-647-5747 for more information.
0: Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I'm your co-host, the Captain Joey Savage, sitting alongside... Corey DLG. And with always, our producer, the original Wizard of Oz, Nico. Oh, nice. Nice one. like the Wizard I of Oz. Like that one. So, Conroe, Texas, IRLonestar.com, for those of you who don't know, you're going to hear so many different names for Nico, you're not even going to know actually who's in the studio. What you are going to hear, you are going to hear Corey DLG. You are going to hear the name Joey Savage. We're going to be household names. When it comes to Nico, the man of many faces. Ooh. You never know what his name might be this time. As always, we're on Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. I like it. You got it in yeah. there this time. Good. Check us out on uh, Twitter. I'm Corey DLG. I am Joey.Savage15 on the Instagram. And then as always, we have the official Twitter, Nerd at Nerd Thug Radio. Nerd at Nerd Thug Radio. So, here we go, IRLoneStar.com. We don't want to think you to think that we're just totally boring and we only talk nerdy stuff. What do you mean? I mean, we've been nailing it. So far. We've been nailing it. Super I think nailed nailing it. <laughs> it. But, from time to time, at least once every couple weeks, we've got a couple funny segments we'd like to get into. So, we want to introduce you to one of them today on the first show of Lone Star Community Radio. It's a little bit we like to call going exclusive. Catchphrase some uh, song there for Nico to play. So, I'm like... So, basically... It's like that. It's like '80s dance music. Yeah. Hey, find '80s dance music. When I say going exclusive, you play like the Tron intro or something. Oh, right. Oh man, nailed it. Okay, so this is how this game works. Conroe, Texas, Lone Star Community Radio. I give Corey Dlg and Stinko Nico over here something they have to choose. That they have to go exclusive with. There has to be an answer. You have to choose one or two. I will tell them if they're right or wrong. <laughs> Even though there is no wrong answer, I will tell them if they're right or wrong. So I'm gonna do the first time. one. I'm gonna do the first one. I'm gonna keep it really simple, okay? okay. So that everyone can catch on and, and get uh, their their pants on. And their what's about them? You ready? All right. You have to go exclusive with one of these two, which means you have to choose one for the rest of your life, excluding, excluding the other. Excluding the other. Ready? All right. Really simple. Pancakes or waffles? Oh, go. Okay. So the rest of my life, I don't get the other. You have to either eat pancakes the rest of your life, or you gotta go with the waffle. I'm gonna go pancakes. Because I can do multiple toppings, things Good. inside of it. And most importantly, nope. a smiley would like a face. Crepe, wouldn't it? A smiley face pancake. Be like really thin pancakes. Yes. Oh yeah, I know. I do like those. The <laughs> in the middle, they're <laughs> delicious. So just say you like crepes. No. So pancakes obviously have a little bit more. You know what I said? Obviously, like, like pancakes, flapjacks. Right. Like it's so clear that they're better than waffles. They're really not. I think they're both awesome. I do enjoy a nice fluffy pancake though. I'm gonna so, go pancake. You're gonna go pancake. What's your favorite pancake topping? do uh, you even have one uh, syrup I don't even like to put a lot of butter just a little bit of butter and then a I, good I, amount of syrup a little bit of butter I just like the strawberry beer. syrup oh strawberry so here syrup. we go to yeah. So we go, you go to IHOP Nico you ever been there
1: I've been there I haven't once, had that though. once or twice yeah they so, got you know, the options on yeah, your side so oh. I do
0: this little bit every time with the kids and they crack yeah. up laughing right I pick up I'm like strawberry boysenberry so you make a little a syrup yeah. container I'm like blueberry Every time. Get some. They're rolling. People are looking at us like, what the heck is going on at table 12? So so just so we're all clear, that's your dad joke. That's my it's dad terrible. joke. It's okay. amazing. That, that is a is... solid dad joke. See, solid dad joke. Ventriloquy
1: with uh, a <laughs> syrup <laughs> I'm
0: making the syrup come alive. Yeah. It's all like right, a Tim okay. Burton movie. Oof. You know what would be terrifying? If Tim Burton made syrup, that would be the scariest <laughs> syrup ever. Oh, Can we man. get the
1: stop-motion film with like all the main characters are just like syrups?
0: Have some fears and berries. <laughs> boys and berries. Made with real oh, boys. Yeah. <laughs> that would be Tim Burton. Right, there you uh, go. Oh my goodness. That would be so terrifying. So you go know pancakes, huh? So where's your favorite place to get pancakes? He's directing Dumbo. What? That's the dumb.
1: live-action Dumbo? Tim That's Burton is dumb.
0: making the live-action Dumbo? Yeah. How do you feel about this? That makes the circus They're making scary all these Disney yeah. movies, <laughs> and they're making them live-action. How do you, how do you feel about that okay i think it's actually awesome because those cartoons while they were iconic and they had moments in our minds that we'll never forget now we're in the new age now we're in the new age where live action can meet essentially cartoon and it doesn't look like cool world anymore yep um to me the opportunity is there for them to tell whatever story they want yeah because through the use of cgi and the best animators in the world at disney you can't even spell cgi no i can't i think there's a q in there might be uh, silent ugh, the silent but deadly cues <laughs> but the best animators in the world work for Disney that's always been known that's always been true and, and so they can really make anything they want happen on the big screen now and now they can put in a Stone in the movie yeah definitely Beauty and the Beast so where do you like to get your pancakes this is gonna sound backwards Okay, Waffle House <laughs> Waffle House they make pancakes <laughs> they do make pancakes if you ask nicely she will okay, make you whatever so... you want so Nico what do you think go <sighs> exclusive with one
1: this is a tough decision it's not
0: Mexican breakfast
1: think i'm gonna have to go with pancakes
0: pancake huh yeah what do you like to eat on your pancakes do you like the smiley face one with the whipped cream the cherry no straight just real real boring a little bit of butter syrup done a little bit of butter see genetically we're the same i go waffle okay okay i love me some waffles so now the same toppings you can put on pancakes you can put on waffles correct um, waffle topic. House? I don't know, but Waffle House makes an amazing waffle. No, they do. And they also put the butter the and the you put syrup and put on it. it. You put syrup in each little crevice thing. <laughs> I feel, like, I feel <laughs> like there's
1: more ways to mess up a pancake than there is a waffle.
0: Yeah, here's the other Probably. great thing. Probably. Here's the other great thing Lego My bro. Okay. You know, if you got. I'm going to one up your Lego My Ego. I'm going to go shaped pancakes. Have you seen this? No. What is this? They take the pancake batter and they put it in little squeeze bottles, and now artists. Make pancakes that are shaped like yeah, James but you're not you're man. not you're not doing that. So all of a sudden, you can have a T Rex pancake. But you're not doing that, right? But show you can me do your, that with a uh, show me a T Rex waffle. You can. You just get a cookie cutter in the shape of a dinosaur, and you pop, you cut it out. No, then you're throwing away like a. See, if you're in a hurry in the morning, you know those uh, frozen pancakes are disgusting. Yeah, that's that's true. But the Lego Mayogo chocolate chip flavor, or even the blueberry, you pop it in the microwave or the toaster, the
1: microwave. You make microwave. waffles. You could. I can do whatever yeah. I want. He has a
0: big craze. I've been hearing now is people are getting rid of the microwave. What do you mean? What? Like they're, they're got rid of the microwave today. That's,
1: that's heresy. Right. right. I guess they feel to eat like anything. I don't know. Nuclear waste. Microwaves. Microwaves are literally tiny it's, waves of vibrating water to right. heat up food. That's well, some people the like most getting rid like of the clean microwaves. way to do anything.
0: That's true. Actually, all of the proper kids that aren't like us probably way uncool or getting rid of that microwaves. There's a, there's I will never get rid of my microwaves. That was a mistake. That is a mistake. There's a great scene in Grandma's Boy if you've ever seen the movie. I've seen it three times. So famously, he moves, so, his, he moves in with his grandmother and her two roommates, two other old ladies. He goes out on a bender with some friends, the main character. When he comes home, he's drunken under the influence and he's standing in the kitchen trying to make some drunk foods. He's looking around the kitchen to find a microwave to cook all this food in. And there's nothing there, there. Of course, there's not one because they're old ladies. So he then turns the oven on to a million degrees because he's never <laughs> used it before. Puts everything on one pan, including, I believe, like a banana and like some ice cream because he's <laughs> drunk. Puts it all in the oven. Like five minutes later, he goes to get it out of the oven and he just grabs the pan with his hands. Which burns burns them completely. Burn, burn. The moral of the story is get a microwave, people. The moral of the story is waffles are the way to go. Uh, don't microwave them. So, DLG, do you have any uh, going exclusive here you want to get going with this? All right. So, here's, here's my going exclusive. All right. You have two choices. Naturally. Your two choices are... This is broken because I think Nico's only going to go one way because he only knows one way here. <laughs> okay. So, your two choices are you can drive yourself for the rest of your life. However, you are obligated to do Uber three days a week for free. Eee. Or... Okay. You can never drive... But you could ask anybody for a ride. Nico's going to go never drive because he doesn't (laughs) have a license. (laughs) The man has already completed his driver's ed and still won't get a license. Here's what cracks me up. Okay. When you're a baby, before you get a license, people are constantly driving you around. Correct. You get your license and then you drive yourself and then you are driving everyone else around. (laughs) Yeah. You become rich and famous. You never drive. Someone's always driving you around. Correct. So I would probably just say, I'm not going to drive anymore. You know, I'm gonna be rich and famous, like, and probably wear a you, suit everywhere I go, and maybe drive can, me around. Where are you going? Of- the gym. Why are you in a suit? I'm famous. Okay, okay. You know what but I mean? also, right. when you
1: get to that point, if you can ask anyone, and assuming the the, the question is, I can probably get a ride with
0: anyone. Hey, I didn't say that. Is I that a superpower? Can- I can ask anyone; they have to give me a ride. They have to. You're the purple <laughs> man. Yeah. Hey, George Foreman, give me a ride. Oh, like now you're, you're naming celebrities to drive Georgina, you? what if I just like tweet out, George Foreman pick me up at 5 p.m. and he, he has, has to, to drive me. all the way. all you. the way to pick me up at 5 p.m. He made he takes like two planes and a yeah. boat to get there. Hey, Brady, be here at 6 in the morning. We're going to go throw some football, but you're going to drive me to the stadium. Wow. That would be great. That would be a I'm heck of a house. i this out. into a whole new direction. Yeah, you really did. I just like went epic style. <laughs> boom, cats are flying around shooting lasers out of the eyes. And you know, you know what's interesting about that? Yes. You're wrong. <laughs> Just because you Ubered for like three days doesn't mean that you're right in this situation. Okay, but
1: you have to you have to Uber people, you know? yeah.
0: I don't yeah, like driving like you random already know strangers. My answer. I'm just
1: gonna get picked up everywhere. I don't just like driving, driving around random
0: strangers. Also, it also nor removes, do I like sitting in traffic in Houston. It removes yeah. the
1: stress of driving. Oh, there's traffic. Oh, I'm just gonna take a nap. Dude, that, <laughs> that would be <laughs> exciting.
0: Like if I don't have to drive myself to work and someone else did. Hang hey, on a minute. I want to come back to something. <laughs> you were the worst passenger in the world, of course by the by. <laughs> What happened? He he just said it. (laughs) Oh, there's traffic. I'm going to take a (laughs) nap. Exactly. (laughs) Now I have to stay awake by myself in the car. You're the one who decided. Driving his (laughs) butt around. You're the one who decided that you wanted to drive all the time and didn't want to have someone pick (sighs) you up. I'd I'd rather be able to drive myself. The Uber thing, I did do it for a few days. I will say this about it. It's going to sound very backwards out loud. It's horrible. It's weird having strangers in your car. Would it be weirder if you were a taxi driver? No, because it's still an odd thing. Right. Like, it's still an odd thing where the gig is sort of to normalize the experience of riding around with strangers. Because that's what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to get you from A to B, but at the same time, I'm also supposed to kind of coddle you, make you feel uh, less of a man. No, I was going to say, like, we've bonded, however, not be creepy. Like, I have some some breath mints. Right. Would you like a bottle of water? Here are small sandwiches. Please don't crumb up my car. Yeah, what if you're the guy who ends up having to pick up Deadpool? How'd, how'd that turn out? That'd be right. kind of a weird situation. That was situation. hilarious. Didn't yeah, even get paid. Didn't even get paid. It's a weird situation. Next thing you but know, it's kidnapping it came... a guy in the back of the trunk. Although, you do get a bag full of guns. You do get a bag full of guns. That what was what the I bonus, though. That was guns. the bonus. Stock up for the zombie apocalypse. There you go. Now you're ready. I'm not okay with that sentence. So, Nico was wrong. You were wrong. The right answer is drive yourself, even though you have to Uber three times a week. No, I'm But joking. you
1: said Uber for free, so you're not even getting paid for that. That's
0: fine. I'd, I'd still rather be able to. like, I want the freedom to drive myself. I want to know that I could sleep for the exact amount of time every morning before work. And I'm like, okay, now I get to get up and drive myself. I don't have to wait on Todd. Or Todd can come pick me me up and then I can sleep in the car. Or or I I just quit my job and I work down the street and I ride my bike every day. There you go. But I'll road the bus. Road etiquette. I'll dip. just run everywhere. Road etiquette. <laughs> just run everywhere. I'll get a bicycle or I'll become, run across. I'll just become the Flash and run everywhere. I'll just become Forrest Gump and just run across the United States of America. That sounds <laughs> awful. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I physical don't. activity and the DLG are not friends of each other. No, I do They're no. like arch enemies. Forget physical activity. I don't want to run across the United States. Though. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be to cool. run across the United what States. Mean, you don't have to like run in one full stride. I mean, you can run like... Five miles, take a break. Run five miles. Oh, take can a break. I? Well, can I know, do that for the you, entire length of the United States? You physically can't, <laughs> but someone could. <laughs> no, I'm just how, saying. How crazy? I mean, Tom Hanks did it. He had AIDS. No, I think he just makes like four movies. I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> and just crashed while he was knocking his tooth out with holding a volleyball. And trapped inside same. of an airport. All right, so let's go on to. I mean, I always say round three, but. Right. It's because you don't know what rounds, rounds are. Two. So this would be round two. This is round two because question both of us have well, We're not competing one. against one another. Of course Round two. We're not winning. Three. Yeah. How are you <laughs> winning? What do you mean? Just because <laughs> your answer was right? Yes. You because you're winning. Well, my answer was right last time. So i no. no. So is, a, is, is All right. this a tiebreaker round? No, or no, not, right? no. Because I've got two more I want to get to. We're still confused on rounds. Guys, a round is when both of us go, a round is a description of an object. It's no, no. You're, just, you're just saying, you're just saying, <laughs> <"No.">
1: round is <laughs> an adjective. Round is an adjective.
0: Look it up on Webster's Dictionary. Okay, so here we go. Ready? Okay. I've got two more that are pretty good. All right. The first one. You have to go exclusive. Okay. With one of these two TV stations. All right. Ooh, uh, the first one. I don't watch TVs. Is HBO. Okay. Okay. The second one is The CW. HBO. 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 That was Let me game. hear your No, I'm not even going to expand that. Just because of Game of Thrones? No, no, no. Okay, so Game of Thrones. Okay. Last Week's Night with John Oliver. Oh, so that one's a good Silicon one. Valley. I love Silicon Valley. Also movies. More sure. importantly than that, there's going to be boobies. Uh, more importantly than that, you're going to have the opportunity. To get a sh- they're going to shuffle things. New programming every month. Yeah, but I'm not saying this is the only thing you can watch. Right, so you can watch Just other between, movies. Like one or the
2: other. Yeah. But
0: when you flip the tube on, it's either got to go CW or it's got to go HBO. Yeah, HBO. Okay, huh. That's that's a win. Uh the only the, the thing about CW is uh, I love The Arrow, I love The Flash. I'm excited that Supergirl's going there. That means those three shows will be there forever because CW Legends commits. of tomorrow. Supernatural Legends of tomorrow. The 100, that's the thing. The Originals. I'm out. Supernatural, I'm out. The 100, I'm 100. out. The Originals. Uh The Originals, I'm out. They got Vampire some crazy, diaries, I'm out. They got some crazy liars, guy. I'm out. They got some crazy ball guy with tattoos doing the news i out. That's pretty good stuff. Amount, am out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm They got four shows I watched on the whole Network, and how many on HBO too? All the movies. You can watch movies anytime. Yeah, you get the HBO movies with no breaks. Right, exactly. Also, last week tonight with John Oliver is the most underrated. It's hilarious. Underrated. I've never watched an episode. You don't even know what you're missing. That's not underrated. It's so underrated. The Captain has never even watched it. It's journalistic integrity and what they actually shine lights on are amazing. They actually point out things. Do you love the show? I do. Do you love it enough to marry it? You, not, do, that, you do that every time. Not, not only because he's four. <laughs> not only because it works. Not only would I marry it, I would make John Oliver call me his husband. Uh, I think it would probably be the other way around. Well, well he he's, got he's nice British. Beard. He's British. He's got some jacked up teeth. Plus, America wins every <laughs> time. Uh, uh, so, last week's night, they shine They shine a, a light on issues all the time that, I, that are, are super important. They really are. They're actually the ones who broke the story on FIFA, being... FIFA! Everyone always knew FIFA was super corrupt. John Oliver did an eight-minute segment that just broke it down in such a way that by the end of it, you were like, how come they're not all arrested? And then about two months later, they were all arrested. Yep, (laughs) got him. (laughs) Then then that was the end. He consistently does that with things, though. Uh, One of them is Pacific Islanders aren't considered U.S. citizens for numerous reasons. And then he points out a lot of the inconsistencies, including the fact that all the laws applying to where VA hospitals have to be and such and such are, biased, are based on the logic of by a crow's flight. So what that means is you're only if, – if there's not a hospital within 50 miles of you by the crow flies, then you're allowed to go to outside network for free. Well, because the Pacific Islands are a bunch of islands lumped together, even though it would still take you two plane flights and a boat to get there, it's within 50 miles of a crow's flight. Therefore, they're not allowed to go to hospitals on the same island as them. That sucks. Right. Wow, that's. So I totally cool. phased out like halfway through your. Just stay time. with me. Your John Oliver show's amazing. All right, I'll check it out. All right. So, that being said, HBO just does better how programming.
1: Is that, how, does, how does that law?
0: Crow's flight? <laughs> right, that's the letter <laughs> they use. The distance is called as a crow's flies. Sounds that's pretty a, legit.
1: That sounds. Absolutely, like, they shouldn't be a
0: measure. So not even, like, MapQuest. It's <laughs> not even, like, if you can Google maps to your location without having it's to... It's like leave. an app. Let's see, right. like, how far can a crow fly? Where's the crow fly app? Right. I exactly. can't find it. Should exactly. should develop
1: that. That should be our app. Within a crow's flight. Within, Within a crow's, a crow's flight.
0: <laughs> so essentially they just make, like, you know, one of those old school circles... With the center point, the projector and, that doesn't right. work. <laughs> that doesn't work on islands. Exactly, but that's what they do. Oh, there's one within 50 miles of you. Therefore, you're not entitled oh, to. Oh, my it.
1: bad. That's only four miles away. And four you're dying. Away. Right,
0: you're dying. I'm sorry. Yeah, you. you we have to get on this boat. My, you can't survive a boat ride here. Let me put airplanes. this leech on you right now. Let's see if it sucks your blood out. Exactly. So that being said, John Oliver, he does these great segments where he just shines lights on things where you, by the end of it, you're like, why is this? Why has no one ever addressed this? You sounds like you really like this John Oliver guy. This show is amazing. The show so really—you got you got to check it when you got a minute. I guess I have to get HBO before I do it. Oh okay. I don't have HBO. Yeah, yeah. we got free HBO because they they screwed up our cable. Nice. Yeah, they did. And now they heard you. Mm. Now you're gonna lose it. Yeah. Oh no. David Guardia is minus one. Nico, what'd you do? <laughs> We're already making a <laughs> my, my last going exclusive? All right, let's hear it. All right, this one's pretty good as well. Okay. Okay. I mean, all of mine are good. What, 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 what am I saying? Here? <laughs> They've, wow. they've generated wait, wait, right, to your own horn there hey, 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 oh, right? oh
1: man, aren't I awesome? Isn't this great, First thing? What else know? does
0: the captain do? I toot my own horn. All right, here we go. Ready? That is accurate. You have <laughs> to live exclusively in one of these two places. Okay. Oh. All right, you ready? California. New nope. New not e- no, you don't. You're going like the Super total expensive. Wrong, You're going the total wrong area. You have to live in the school of Hogwarts. Oh. Or in the X Mansion, the oh. school for the gifted. Wow. This is a fantastic question. Exactly. That's why right. we're going to end it here. We got a good eleven minutes ish to talk about it. Okay,
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with. So he's X-Man gonna jump right in there. Yeah, I'm ready here. I'm taking X Men should because I feel like I get to see so many more different powers. Plus, I get to hang out with kids like kind of. Around. Well, I guess it's a school, so I guess everyone. Your kind of statements
0: made way. no sense at all because magic they can do the same amount of cool things. Yeah, I was this is a really that. really tough. Yeah but,
1: yeah, but you got a, you got a kid who's a brain on a chain. Like you're not gonna get that at magic school. Yeah, I don't
0: really care to <laughs> see a brain on chain. I don't know. It would be kind of. That would be kind <laughs> yeah, of cool. It rhymes. He's, yeah. he's a, brand, a he's brain a on a chain, chain that's your
1: best friend. Like, Doesn't that what?
0: sound appealing? Not at all. You got, a kid, a, you no. got a kid
1: who's like not a so skeleton much. in some like
0: jello. That's pretty neat. That is <laughs> true. Those are both correct actual mutants created by Grant Morrison. You got
1: apocalypse as a kid.
0: That's true. Kid Apocalypse. So here's my here's my question. Sure. Just go clarification. Ahead. Let me yeah. clarify for you. Clarify. If I'm living in one of these two locations, does that mean I am one of those two things? I would assume so, yes. So I'm either a mutant yep. or a kid wizard. Yeah, sure, why not? We'll, um, we'll play along. I think I would. I'm gonna. I'm gonna throw a curve here. I think I'm gonna go Hogwarts. I knew it because no,
1: actually, okay. I'm kind of thinking about it. You could
0: do a lot of fun stuff, right, man? And then I would totally go rogue, oh. just bounce out. Yeah, like the ungraduated wizard. I'd, <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be the wild card. You'd be the guy that got kicked out of school before he right, I'd be graduated the, the School of Magic. I'd be like the Fonz, the cool rebel, the cool rebel. Yeah. So you got the leather jacket, you got the satchel like, full of magical items. Isn't Harry like the Fonz in a sense? No, Harry's the hero.
3: So yeah, he would but actually kind of be a, uh,
0: an outcast at point he's at times he because a total nerd. he's a total nerd. Yeah, but he's kind of an outcast at points. With a cool kid on campus, he he is an he's outcast, just really smart. but he's also heavily involved with the faculty. Like that's not yeah, cool sure. when that's you're not, a student. That's not the Fonz. No, like think about when you were in school and there was always the kid who was that Nico, it was you. I'm sorry. Factual. Right. Because your parents were always faculty and because they moved you school district to school district, your best friend was the gym teacher. Right. So like you the janitor.
1: Those guys were actually really, really
0: awesome. (laughs) See, he knew the staff on a personal level, and so that's something, you know, that you like, but out the other students are like, That's weird. I always made friends with the janitor at school. Did you? Yeah. Is it because you could score cool. drums? No, because it could get, get me to my own private bathroom. Oh, hey. That's actually pretty, pretty sweet, smart, right? Yeah. yeah. There was like a private bathroom in my school. It was like me and like two other guys that gave us a key. So, so there would always so be... drop the deuce. So I go to my private bathroom. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. There would always be one or two teachers who were kind of anti-establishment. Yeah, yeah. Like they hate their gig, but they love their gig kind of thing. Speaking of teachers... Ooh. Speaking of teachers, before I get into what you're about to say. Yeah. So on... This program, uh, IRLoneStar.com, uh, There is a talk show here called Hanging with the Haters. Okay, okay. I don't know if I've told you about this yet, but one of the stars of Hanging with the Haters is a man by the name of Mr. Mark Hater, and he was one of my name. history teachers in high school. Oh, oh he was kind of Hanging a, with the Haters. Yeah, get He was kind of anti like school establishment, very knowledgeable, he writes for the paper. Very awesome that he's doing the show. So I'm hoping that I can contact with him and connect. Hang him. out with him. No, I can hang out. Dude's hilarious. That's awesome. I mean, most people like don't think their teachers are very cool, but this guy was hilarious. I think there I I like, teachers
1: that were really cool. I think
0: I was like a sophomore when I was in his class. So I mean, it was it was pretty funny. Anyway, okay, okay, right, so, okay. So, so you're you're Hogwarts. You're a Hogwarts. I think guy. I'm Hogwarts because I think what you know, house would you be in? Here's Slugelpuff. Slytherin. No, 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 Slytherin. What are, well, explain the houses to me again, because I'm not 100. percent Slytherin, Hufflepuff, right? Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. There is best uh, name. Best name. There is um. What's the one? Harry's name. Gryffindor. John... Gryffindor. And no one ever remembers the last one. Raven. Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. Okay, yeah. so tell me what the differences were. I know Slytherin were, were like the bad guys, right?
1: Right. Like so these, these were eventually these evil people. wizards, not essentially, not but like the really, uh, the really like kind of like. Oh, you remember like, how there's really like a bad guy.
0: You remember how there's like that group of kids in school who aren't necessarily the good kids, like yeah, guys, yeah that, that was me. Trouble, right? Like, that was me. That's that's how Slytherin. That's so, That's, so you would be so I probably would Slytherin. But what is Ravenclaw? Because that sounds neat. Ravenclaw? I'm not quite sure. I don't,
1: I don't know much about
0: the They didn't Ravenclaw get much in into Ravenclaw people. or Hufflepuff. Everyone okay. knows
1: that Hufflepuffs are just all the softies. Yeah. Are they? Hufflepuffs.
0: Yeah. So would there be like a B.A. Hufflepuff guy? Maybe Most so. Most likely.
1: But probably like he'd be cool amongst the Hufflepuffs. But he's actually like really lame in comparison to everyone else. No, no. Like, okay. Remember in the movie
0: uh, The Mighty Ducks? How they had, how they had Hello like the, the one scary guy who everyone was like, I heard he's married with two kids, which is actually the guy who plays Fozzie on uh, Daredevil. <laughs> yeah, yes, it is. <laughs> he he really bring had it back, oh, bring it back. He had a very bizarre transformation there. I know he did. It's great. <laughs> he's, he's making the comeback. He was also in um, what was a movie with uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, to kill a, not kill a kill mockingbird. The a no, the the one. The oh, one that the, ma- the mockingjay. Yeah, Hunger Games. Oh, okay. He was in uh, the third and fourth one, I believe. Was he? Those I haven't seen, but he couldn't talk. Oh, oh that, I know you're talking that about. That'll teach him. That'll yeah, teach this guy. But so, so yeah, I mean, maybe I'd want to go to Hufflepuff. It'd be like the B A of Hufflepuff. People are like, hey. There's our champion. Okay, Corey. so Hufflepuff School values hard work, patience, justice, and loyalty. Definitely not you. Well, justice and loyalty I'm all about. They're all about, like, herbology and all that kind of good no, stuff. No, I'm out. Yep, see, yeah. told you. Her. And then Ravenclaw values intelligence, creativity, learning, and wit. That would be you. That would be me. You would be totally uh, Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. I would be a Ravenclaw. But I would then be all with... about charms and, and stuff like that. So oh, yeah, a... I totally would do that. And so, but I would also be the fun, like, I would go, I'd go rogue here. As soon as I hear the Death Eaters are plotting something, they're like, I'm out. I'm going to go Batman, Nick Fury. I'm going to go underground and make a super counter plan.
1: You're going to go on the wall. I'm
0: going to go build my own army of unknown off-the-board players. That'd be awesome. You're Harry gonna, Potter's gonna get, weakest you're gonna get, moment. You're going to get the B.A. Hufflepuff guy. Right. Harry Potter's weakest moment. I show up with this whole unknown army right there at the gates of Hogwarts. When um when Goofy Tooth Kid pulls a sword from the hat, <laughs> Neville Longbottom. When Neville Longbottom makes the striking blow, and says... Listen, Harry's dead, but so what? I show up with the army and save the day. Okay, three reasons why I would choose the School of Hogwarts over X-Men. Okay. Number one is going to be Quidditch. Okay. Yeah, yeah. How fun does that game look? It looks pretty intense. I feel like I'd be a pretty good beater. Yeah? Yeah, like I would just be just mashing people left and right. Oh, in the game. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Again, okay. this is a family radio. Station. Okay. <laughs> this guy always, it's the Shaped Head. <laughs> if you guys don't notice, because you can't see us, we're not wearing masks. But I did give the DLGA a haircut today, <laughs> and so he looks... False. He looks amazing. You're a lie. <laughs> but Quidditch, I mean, it's just its team sports. It's got that school feeling to it. Yeah, it does seem really sound like old school college football. Number two. Okay. Have you seen the good stuff those guys eat there? Right. How many times have you seen people eat good food at the x Mansion? Mm, you never really seen I don't seen even know anything. if they even have a cafeteria. There's a kitchen, we know, but... There yep. might not be a cafeteria because it probably keeps getting blown up. Exactly. So the food—they're <laughs> just like, I don't want to build this again. Yeah, the food. And, I'm done, and guys. the third and most important reason: those kids actually get to go home. Like when the X Mansion, whenever like it's summer break or whatever, like they're not accepted in the world. Like they—they're rec-
1: that's—that's that's what s- that was. What I was thinking. They're dude.
0: secluded. But Hogwarts, they just go back to the back. Yeah, their but wouldn't that kind of create this fun? Like if you're if you go to the X Mansion, I'm going to make the counter argument here. When you go to the X Mansion, you you have an opportunity to maybe be an Avenger or an X-Man someday. You're going to meet Captain America. You're going to bump into not Rogue. You're going to bump into Albus Dumbledore. You're going to bump into Sirius. Right, but you're going to bump into Wolverine. You're going to bump into Severus Snape. You're going to meet Cyclops. You're going to fight Lucius Malfoy. You're going to meet Harry Potter. See, and I'd be so over it. I'd be like, oh man, this guy. Hermione? Look at this nerd. The Weasleys? The the Weasleys would have a problem because I'd be on that Hermione. It would be be pretty amazing. Also, I'd be the cool American. If I go to if be I go the to American at Hogwarts? Yeah. <laughs> who is like, this portly fellow who just showed up from bro, America? Bro. Magic. What
1: up? What up? Lightning, lightning! And then
0: you like throw Magic
1: the Gathering cards in his face.
0: That would be hilarious. See, I would just yell out the English word of my spells the whole time. That's pretty good too. Levitate! Right, right. They're like, you're supposed to be in Latin. And I'm like, no, no levitate bro (laughs) so guys i hope you enjoyed our going exclusive segment Uh, we've got another really cool one we call would you rather we'll probably touch on that sometime next week introduce it to you Um, we're going to jump out to a little break here real quick when we come back we're going to get into a segment we do every week called the weekly top three i like it we didn't even get to do my would you rather use a quill pen forever or text emojis only emojis only (laughs) take it out to a break (laughs)
3: Did you know your favorite show on Lone Star Community Radio are on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Instagram, you name it, they're on it. Check out where they are online on IRLoneStar.com slash shows and see which of your favorite hosts are online. Make sure to follow them and see what is in store for the next broadcast. Follow Lone Star Community Radio on Twitter at IRLoneStar or Facebook with Facebook.com slash IRLoneStar.
0: Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio, on its, nerdy. on its new home here, on the Lone Star Community Radio Network. Conros FM, soon to be 104.5, 106.1. Nice.
1: Sister Stations. Sister
0: Stations, I'm pretty excited, I hope you guys are too. Finally we're on Sisters, <laughs> uh, that was I'm your co-host, Joey Savage, sitting ever. here with... My Corey, main man, Corey DLG, and if you think there's a joke I won't make, you don't DL, know me. You don't know me. <laughs> to my right here, which you guys definitely cannot see, is the legend of Kunlun himself, Nico, oh, The Ion Fist. The Ion Fist. With a thing wrought onto Ion. Alright, so DLG, every week we have a weekly top three. This is true, this is a brand new segment we're starting, don't call us liars, we're doing it now. It's called the Weekly Top 3. Every week, we're going to pick a topic. We're going to give you our top three favorite things in said topic. And Nico will come up with some cool, like, intro music to play. So, Weekly Top 3. <laughs> Corey, this week, we're talking top three Favorite cartoons we watched when we were growing up. Doesn't it sound like a top three would be a great thing to sponsor, though? It would be a great thing to sponsor. If you are looking to sponsor Nerd Thug Radio, hit us up at nerdthugradio at gmail.com or on the Facebook page, facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio 10 oh. Alright, so, DLG, one oh. just one zero. Oh. Your number three? My number three, Thundercats. Thundercats is a good one. Thundercats. 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 Ho! Lionel was such a great character. Now here's here's what keeps us low on my list, though. Okay. Before I get into my my, my pros, Lionel my, was actually seven years old. Well, that that didn't bother me when I was a kid because I was seven and I thought I too could be Lionel. See the brilliance there? That's why they did it. Brilliant genius. But my bigger problem is the action figures were very immobile. Yeah, they very much were. So so they were they were bigger than all the other action figures <laughs> because Thundercats didn't play with your friends. No, they did not. And so also they only they only bent at. Basically, the pelvis and the shoulders That's and it. the head. So there was no wrist, there was no elbow, there was no knee, there was no uh, like. So it was leg. only your third favorite cartoon because of the action figures, right? Here's the here's the thing about our Saturday morning experience, which I've now learned as an older man. What they did. Are you a man though? Oh, You're just oh. a big old boy. I am all big old boy man. All right, what you got? <laughs> oh, <I'm>... <laughs> <laughs> we'll so start th- calling that Corey DLG the big boy man. The big boy man. So here's what here's what they did though to help mitigate the cost of the shows. They brilliantly would go to toy companies and essentially have the toy company co-create the cartoon with the create with the animation and the writers and all that. Hence, that's where He Man was born. He Man was an action figure first. They turned into a cartoon in order to boost and, themselves. And those... this,
1: this has been a thing in animation for a really long. No one time.
0: cares about animation, but oh. but this is how it starts. It starts with our Just Saturday day, mornings. You know? Our Saturday mornings. The Super Friends. The Thundercats, the G.I. Joe's, the uh,
1: That's how a uh, Transformers uh,
0: Transformers.
1: Anime Gundam, that's how it's originally got its start, because they couldn't afford to continue the show. That was released in nineteen seventy nine. So
0: Wow. Seventy nine was a great year. It wasn't born yet uh i was not either so what else about thundercats do you like nico have you ever seen an episode of, I not the new no uh, i have watched the, the original ThunderCats, ThunderCats. The,
1: i have never watched the original thundercats
0: but the new thundercats looks amazing it was pretty good i did see some new episodes of the new thundercats i really enjoyed it they actually were taking time and telling a really different story yep. from the first series but still really interesting one thing about thundercats that i think they basically hint at but never really say is that they're on earth i think yeah I think are so. they? Yeah, there I believe they're actually thing. on an Earth where there are no humans, which means it better be way, way in the future <laughs> or way in the, in the past. And I, I still t- haven't found my cat Mountain, <laughs> so I'm hoping it's the future. I hope it's the future because. But they had cool. They had cool tanks. They had cool vehicles. They had cool characters. And then they were hanging out with one black friend, yep. Panthero. Yeah, Panthero. I mean, it was a great show. I, mean, I, I enjoyed it. A lot, I enjoyed of, it a lot of fun memories uh, growing up watching Thundercats together. We we had. Yeah, very good stuff. The one thing I didn't understand though okay. about the show. They never really expand on this. They just act like it's totally cool and normal. Two things, I suppose. Okay. One being
3: Snarf. 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 He's funny. He's cute. He's adorable. What is? Why,
0: why is he not a cat? What is going on there? <laughs> why is he not one of the cat people? I don't know. Man. Why is he Good not? Question. Why is he not just like a tiny cat or like a, like? Why is he shaped like some sort of other well, that's dinosaur like, thing? That's, yeah, that's right. This
1: just makes you wonder. It's kind of like Goofy and Pluto. It's like they're both dogs. No, Goofy's a cow. Just a cow. I've been lied to my Goofy whole life. is
0: actually bovine. If you go back to the original lineup, you of just animals, rocked Nico's world. My if you go back to the over. original, if you go back to the original lineup of animals, there was one of each kind. So there was like like Noah's one Ark. dog, one cow, one duck, one mouse. So he's my really my a life cow, is over. yeah. But there's like the the cow in the there show. There was the
1: cow one, though. Yeah, there was her a name? Specific... That's supposed
0: to be his girlfriend, Bessie the cow, the girl one. Oh, really? That's awkward. Remember, because they paired them all except Pluto. Which, by the way, the real question is, how come Pluto can't get a break? You know what I'm you saying? You know what I'm saying? Okay, so my life is over. Your life my is whole over. life is a lie. Why is your life over? <laughs> because <laughs> he's a cow. Move on. <laughs> He's just no. He's a dog, and he's just more technologically advanced. <laughs> Goofy's a cow. Trump for president. Transgender to the bathroom. Move <laughs> on. <laughs> Political aspects of the nerd Dog radio show. <laughs> disregard the last statement. But yeah, stars uh, confused bees. me and then also in the third season when like eight other cats showed up. Out of nowhere. Just, they just... Oh, hey season, guys. season two ends. Season three begins. Hey, remember we've been here the whole time? What? No, I don't think you have, blind cat. I don't remember you. No, but we were eight so we believed it. <laughs> yes, we do. Now we know the truth. Oh yeah,
1: I totally remember those
0: guys. <laughs> we bought a hook, find, and sinker <laughs> and we bought the toys and we were like, they
1: have been here the whole
0: time. Thundercat toys were so awesome. We were stupid, but the show was awesome. The show was awesome. Yeah, sort yeah, of Omen. It's still, uh... Pretty iconic. I you know what? I, you know what? You know what? I think got me, and I just realized it. Yes, I love epic weapons with cool names. <laughs> yeah. Game of Thrones has names. All these it's great swords. swords yeah. Oathbreaker, Oathkeeper, the, the Dawn pretty... of the Morning Star is the greatest swordsman. Yeah, all of.
1: the I'm... Dawn Star is a sword in Skyrim. There we go. Do you play <laughs> Skyrim? <laughs> I, yeah. I
0: did. I love Skyrim, but it killed my PlayStation. <laughs> I'm waiting killed, on a new
1: Skyrim. Killed, it also killed one of our PlayStation. Movies.
0: It also Actually killed really the Radio same. Star. Mm-hmm. No, that was video. Oh, okay. That was video. Uh, but so, the Sword of Omens, I mean, it's got this great name. And then he had the the Paul thing, which somehow got no name, though. Yeah, it was just the Paul thing. It was just the Paul thing. It was just there. Right. Holster for Sword of Omens? Is that I mean I guess so. That's all it is. It's
1: nothing else. The Glove
0: of Omens. Side gig as grappling hook. Like yeah. who knows? <laughs> Side gig of omens. <laughs> <laughs> but I did like the cool names of I always loved the epic names of things like that. The Sword of Omens. Give me sight beyond sight. Yeah, that's that was a good one. Give me some kind of crazy name and Corey DLG's gonna like it. Oh yeah, man. It adds a sense of epicness, doesn't it? It does, it does. It makes something very epic. Like, Instead of it not, just that's being, just not being a like a cool sword. That's the sword of omens. I mean, right. even in um in um Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit, you know he's got the the different swords and different yeah the different daggers. All the great blades have names. That's true. They do. They do. Excalibur. Excalibur. Um, Nailed it. In the Dragonlance novels, there's a little kinder who's like a main character. He's a fun character. His name is Tasselhoff Burfoot. He finds a tiny little dagger and they nickname it Rabbit Slayer to tease him. (laughs) Yeah. But then he like he takes it to heart because it has a name. It's a great sword. Great sword. The Rabbit Slayer. Oh. That's so great. So my number three favorite cartoon to watch Ooh, growing up, hit me. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay. okay. Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Hero on a half uh, shell. Turtle, turtle Power. So okay. 1987 to like 1996 or something like that. Yeah, and this huge show run. was on forever ten years. It filled my entire closet full of toys. <laughs> oh my gosh, we had so many turtle toys. You more than I did. You were more GI Joe. Well, Let's not get into that yet. Oh. It's coming. Oh, oh it's coming, coming up. Here. Believe it. It's coming up. I here. believe it. Yeah, but Ninja Turtles, man. I mean, even today, like they're they're still around. Like they're, they're still. they really surged? What? Yeah. What other cartoon besides? You know, I mean, Transformers are, are kind of still legitimately around from the, from the eighties, right? But the Ninja Turtles have lasted this entire time. They've revamped them. They've redone stuff. The Nickelodeon show
1: is really solid. It,
0: it is really is good.
1: It? Yes. You know they did an animated movie about. That, that was really good 7 years ago I now. I got I, I, I enjoyed that. I've got
0: movie. every single Ninja Turtle movie they've made on the DVD. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about. It. But I mean, I there were so many great characters in this thing. Yes, to work. So Metalhead. some of my favorite Luck man. Yeah, there were you know, <laughs> Well, one of the cool things is two of the original characters, Leatherhead and Slash were were villains in the original but as Nico mentioned in the new Nickelodeon cartoons they're actually friends and of the turtles which is Oh, are yeah. they really? Yeah, no, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so it's a little twist on it but my favorite episodes were always the ones that had to do with Dimension X. Okay. Go yeah. To the ex, yeah. There was that teenage group or the kid group, the neutrinos. you remember those guys? <laughs> like all they wanted to do was have fun. Like that's all their world was yeah, about. We're just hanging out. I, I just wanted to be a neutrino. Like I couldn't be a turtle because I'm obviously not a turtle. Whoa! But I could be a neutrino. You could be a turtle. I'm Why? looking at you right now. <laughs> Why? Why You're your turtle shape. Well, you're well, missing a shell. I do know karate. There, there you, you go. go. I don't have hair. Right. And I do have muscles and a lot of green. You're fairly well ain't. So yeah, I mean, I guess I could be a turtle you now. Could but be a as a kid, you could not. I wanted to be a neutrino. Okay, those guys were amazing. They were the jam, and also, and seeing the little like we've been talking about the brain on the chain, right? Crank the brain inside the big like robotic robotic suit. The very odd. Is he a sumo? Is he a robot? What is he? What is he? And then you got Shredder. I mean, what about the uh, the cool uh, punk frog? You remember those guys? Yes, I do. Like a bunch of southern frogs from
3: Florida that were supposed
0: <laughs> to be like the Shredder raised to fight the turtles and then became friends with the turtles. They buds. Yeah. They're all flip-flops in Hawaiian shirts. Yeah. That was my favorite Ninja Turtle into, like, action Hawaiian figure. Hawaiian version of like the Battletoads. Yeah. It was before the Battletoads, I believe. Yeah. It was my top. favorite action figure was one of the, the Ninja, the turtle the Frogs. He's <laughs> Hawaiian shirt on, wrestling trunks. Yeah. not the like flip. Yeah, That's awesome. (laughs) I do remember that. But yeah, man, it it would come on Saturdays, and then it was so popular, it would come on Monday through Friday. So, like, get home from school, bam, Ninja Turtles. Turtles Every day for like 10 10 years of my life. 10 years. There were just, well, it was. And they would go on so many adventures, they would do so many things, and 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 there there were were so many many action figures. I had all of them. All of them, tons of them. It was very easy to go to the DLG's birthday when you're when we were kids because get him a new turtle. We'd go up by might, night. That's all we did. Might. Ninja turtles. That was it. Oh, done. That was it. Nobody would even ask me what I wanted, but they were just like more turtles, and I was like more, just more turtles. turtles. And now, yes. like my kids are really into the Ninja Turtles. That's that's the fun part I mean, is seeing, it, it, seeing your kids see my nephew and niece also are just they get into this stuff now, and it's like my my mom gave my old uh, chest of toys yeah. to to my nephew now to play with. And he's getting into there, and all those things are back now. Plus, Netflix has all these old cartoons and stuff. Netflix and Hulu shows it all. So he's, he's, he knows exactly who's in the box just as well as I do. We haven't even great. talked about Casey Jones. We have talked or about Or April Casey O'Neil. Oh, how hot was April O'Neil? She was like the first crush when you were a kid. Oh, April yeah. O'Neil. That yellow suit. The yellow jumpsuit with the, with the little camcorder. Yeah, it was pretty good stuff. Nowadays, sadly, it's Megan Fox and a cell phone. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, <laughs> right, like I that's... It.
1: This is the new April O'Neil. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna
0: soup it up for the now times. All right, well, so just more of
1: an extreme. Hey guys, it's Michael Bay here. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Boom! Yes. What did we watch <laughs> the other day? Out.
0: What if we push to this? So, Michael Bay day, directed yeah. up. So the <laughs> other day, I, I <laughs> went to watch um, Age of Apocalypse yeah. at the Alamo Draft House, and I was telling the DLG here how the Alamo Draft House shows like really off the wall previews, and one of the things they do is they show. YouTube videos of different things. One of them was, what if Wes Anderson directed an X-Men film? And it was hilarious. It was Uh, great. So I made the DLG watch it. And then we saw this preview for if Michael Bay directed the movie Up... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, no. it, awesome. if you guys haven't seen this YouTube video just go to YouTube type in Michael Bay directing up it is hilarious it's essentially a recut trailer as though Michael Bay was making so it's got a lot of like the heavy bass and it's got like what? explosions uh, in Lincoln, the background it's got Linkin Park Linkin Park, oh, Park Lincoln soundtracks Park. the, the back. piano playing in the background like, <laughs> they, like, <laughs> they, make the, they make the grandpa look like really serious in certain situations <laughs> it's, it's awesome alright so now that we've segued from Michael Bay <laughs> no, <I'm totally laughs> all you can think of is his face and just boom 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 explosions, explosions in the sky <laughs> great band by the way explosions in the sky guys I have remember, heard them I have heard it's them That's very good stuff alright DLG alright so my number two here You're number two did I steal your number two with no, you, you, you didn't actually a matter of fact I, I didn't put them on the list woo wow. your favorite thing growing your up favorite, my Your favorite, favorite thing growing up
1: I, I kind of well, it's your favorite toy not necessarily
0: yeah cause there were tons of times where I, could, I would be okay with missing the episode there was one cartoon that I was not okay with missing the episodes on Saturday mornings though and so a lot of times I would want to leave football practice a little bit early so that I could catch this. Or when we were playing games on Saturdays, I wanted to leave late for the games so, so I could catch, catch this cartoon. cartoon right. or, I'm because interesting. we couldn't use the record button. X Men. X Men. But it is I mean We'll go ahead and talk about because that is my number one favorite cartoon growing up. Oof, okay, so we'll just we'll just throw it all out there let's right now. We'll, let's mix it up. Let's go. Hit the movie. So here's my thing. I was a huge comic book nerd. Yep. Even back then, we were we were eight and nine years old, and I am I am hip deep in comic books at this point. Yeah, definitely. And I'm reading them all, and I'm loving every bit of it. And no one else. You and I did, but yep. no one else... None of our friends were read into comic comics books. like we were. So they didn't get it. So I would tell them stories. I'd be like, you don't understand. These things are awesome. These are such cool characters. And they would they they couldn't... I would tell them about Wolverine. I would tell them about Cyclops and Professor X. I would tell no them about the would saga. No one get it. They don't get it. No. All of a sudden, Saturday morning, 10.30 in the morning, 11.30 Eastern. What happens? A lightning bolt smashes into Earth and, and out for the X-Men. One of the great things about the cartoon itself is it, like, covered... Every single awesome storyline. Right, it has Days of Future Past. Exactly. Age of Apocalypse, The Phoenix Island, The Hellfire Club, Mojo Verse, The Savage Land, The Mr. Sinister stuff. I mean, it covered all the awesome Weapon X stuff. Weapon X stuff. Every awesome comic book storyline X-Men did was in this cartoon. Right. And if you of, haven't seen it, on, it's on Hulu. You can watch every episode of oh, X-Men I'm 92 on Hulu. On it's, not on, it's not on Netflix? It's it? on Hulu now. Ooh, I the, the Hulu, so oh, I got a, the Hulu, so I gotta watch on Hulu. There you go. Give me your Hulu
1: account so I can steal it. All right, so that DLG. That is
0: inappropriate. That is theft. I mean, on top of that, I mean, it touched on stuff like, it touched on divorce. Right. It got into uh, touching on stuff about the Holocaust. Also, yeah, that's, and that's the thing is, these characters were so deep that when you tell their stories, you kind of have to touch on things and explain things that maybe not every kid would see. It touched it, on the AIDS episode. It touched on AIDS. It also touched on, I mean, death. Christianity. Grief. Everything, I man. mean, it, it handled a lot of different Being things. Being alone, coping with that. Depression. It, does, it dealt with a lot of things. It handled it in a, a, a little it's, it's bit of It's something that a kid's show should do. Listen, not, Yeah, exactly. exactly. Not having a father growing up, I learned a lot of things from this show. <laughs> you learned a lot from TV in general. I did. I did. Hence this show. Hits, here, we are. Hits, here we are. So DLG This is the ultimate solution. DLG, what was your favorite episode? Do you have a favorite episode, or one that like always stands out to you? So, so I have one, one. there's one character that really kind of encapsulates this, is this show. Dave Cable? No, it's not. Just kidding. I, love I know guy. you're obsessed with Bishop and Cable, and it drives me crazy. <laughs> but there's 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 one character and there's one moment that always sticks with me about this show, and it okay. was really kind of how perfect Saturday mornings were because of this. So there was a character, Morph. Morph. He was in the first season and then he came back again, what, season four? Right. He kinda made some random appearances. They told a, a really cool story with him. But what was interesting about him was they wanted to create an X-Men that they were gonna get rid of in the first episode as a catalyst, oh an X-Men died. Right. And we're gonna tell this story, it's gonna be sad. But they couldn't agree on who to get rid of. So they went in, they went to the old X-Men archives and they found a character called Changeling. And they re- however, him as Morph. Now own the name Changeling. So rather than get into a battle, even though there was no Changeling on TV, legally they probably could have done it. The easiest thing to do is just name him Morph and move on from there. So he's a shapeshifter. He's in the first couple, I think the first two episodes together. Right. He gets killed by a sentinel, you think. He winds up showing up much later. And it's a really interesting story when he shows up. Yeah. But what was cool is suddenly there was this potential. There was this moment where anyone in the entire X-Men universe was up for grabs, could be in this cartoon. And now you watch every Saturday... Who were they going to put? Oh, man, in there were so many people, what? so many villains and heroes and guest spots. Yes, and is it, it was awesome. And that's what morph kind of the first two episodes. They went and they grabbed a guy from nineteen sixty something and dropped and him, put up. him in the comic, put him in the show, dropped him with X Men Blue Strike Force. So here's the moment. Here's the moment that always stuck with me. Is Rogue famously was always struggling with the fact that she couldn't touch someone. She felt very alone. Her powers set up and designed that skin to skin contact. She absorbs the memories and powers she's done of the people she touches. And it hurts them. Yep. So she's always dealing with this and dealing with her depression and her isolation. And so what she winds up doing is at one point there's an episode where they discuss possibly a cure. You find out that Apocalypse is really behind this trying to find mutants to turn into horsemen. Warren Worthington III has wings famously. He's Angel. He is crossing paths with Rogue. They're both flying in opposite directions. One of them's heading to find a cure. One of them's heading away from it because he wants nothing to do with it. Yep. They cross paths and Warren says, what? You're flying," she says. "Of course," and he says, "You don't have wings." And she goes, "Oh, thanks for noticing." And he goes, "You're so lucky." And he flies off, and she's like, "Are you kidding me?" And I can't she flies touch in the other, she flies in the other direction. Both of them are just so down on themselves, down yeah. in their own situation, and it's such a cool moment because. You're ten, and you're watching, and you're like, "Well, they both have really bad lives. Like, they should talk to each other. Yeah, they, should, they, should, they should express that. Should hash it out." And you realize all of a sudden, that's the world. You're going, you're going day to day. You're dealing with your own stuff. You're seeing your own problems. You're dealing with your own stuff, and you cross paths with someone else, and you just make a snap judgment, and you say to them, "You have it so much better than I do." And it was this cool moment where you realize, if you live your life like either one of them, you're gonna mess something up. So, yeah, it it's, just gets into the fact that... I take it down too far? Is that, yeah, you went a little deep there. But <laughs> I, mean, I, just,
1: I think that's an important part of kid shows because these shows are supposed to... These are what you grow up on. And these are... This is something that's supposed to teach you these values that you are supposed to, you know. You're mentioning this moment now and you're I'm 32, 30, you 32 you're years
0: old. 32-year-olds year going on 33 and you remember this from this kid TV show. That's, that's true, that's true. That's it's, how much of a big deal So, kind of getting into that, my favorite episode, the one that always sticks out to me, is the Nightcrawler episode. So Gambit and Rogue and Wolverine go on a vacation. They go skiing in like Germany. Okay. Why they decide to go all the way to Germany when ski to ski, but they're there. <laughs> that's where, that's they, where he's from.
1: Kurt Wagner. And, <laughs> correct.
0: And so well, they hear this legend of this this like terrible monster or something oh, and so I they have to this. go. Yeah. And this is the first episode where you meet the nightcrawler and he's in this like mon- he's in this monastery and they have to help him and so you get to, you're introduced to the nightcrawler which is such a great character, one of DOG's favorite characters. Absolutely. My favorite too. But just being as a kid, you see, like kind of going off of what you took out of that is for me always it always said to me like no matter like, you know, the Wolverine was like the, the cool guy. He right. could do whatever right. he wanted to. He never stopped taking the chance, no matter where he was to help somebody else out right and so that's kind of something that I, I adopted and i've just used my entire life is i'm always helping people out like i go out of my way a lot of times to help tell people out if they need help doing this help me doing that i just i enjoy helping people and it can stem a lot from seeing like this this cartoon Your childhood. childhood heroes my childhood heroes they help people no matter what the person looked like i never judged people growing up no matter if they were a different color than me different race different size different religion none of that right and and We took a lot of that stuff from a simple kid's cartoon. And it was because it had such a great run, and it, it it talked to us in our terms. It showed us our favorite things, our superheroes, yeah. and it told stories with. with it was really just cool. so so awesome. Not even awesome being a kid, but no one was into comics like we were. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And and we were we were talking about this the other day. Like, where did our love of comics come from? I don't, I don't, I don't even know. I don't. I, but you know, we didn't. You know, me and DLG were cousins, so you know, we we're like brothers growing up. So a lot of weekends we spent time together. Summers all the time together. Our moms were famously best friends. Best friends, and they were cousins, so it worked right. out. But when we'd be at school, like, none of my friends at school, like, I played sports, you played sports, like, nobody was in the comics, I'm like, man, I can't wait to go to Corey's house. Right. we get back on our stuff. I mean, you remember we were talking... Like in 94, like what if they made an X Men movie? Who would play <laughs> it? Do you remember that? Do you remember that? We yeah. always thought that like Arnold Schwarzenegger it would, would be, be, Colossus. Would be Colossus, and like, a good Colossus. Yeah, I mean, back then, I mean, he was the big deal. All right. So well, that was my number one, your number two. Okay. So let me just go ahead and jump into my number two. All right. right? And then we'll let you. Maybe this will be my number one. Let's it'll, see. It'll, no, I, I doubt it. Okay. So my number two favorite cartoon growing up was G.I. Joe. My number one. That was your number no, one. That was my See, number one. This uh, is how this, <laughs> is, this is how, this is how inter- it. intricate we are. Like GI Joes were my life. They were awesome. They were my life. I mean, for five dollars and eighty eight cents, you could buy an action figure. I thing. know it was so good. I would buy. I would save money on the couches. Like we talked about, Ninja Turtles for Dlg. Like you could buy me a GI Joe. I That's mean, yes. I have probably. Three hundred of them. Not even counting the ones that we lost at sea to the beach. When go to <laughs> every year we would go for a week, and our, our parents would get that timeshare, and we would go to the beach, and we would lose at least six GI Joes to the ocean. And then <laughs> every it got, well, year it got to the point where like I
1: just want to see like a pile. Like they're just like canned and There's just a pile of GI Joes. Well, it gets <laughs> to a point where
0: like a GI Joe would lose his arm. Well, we're gonna have to give him up to sea. That's true. That's we true. would do burials. At sea. But the that's cool true. thing about those action figures is was they were very bendable. They yeah. be bent at the elbows. They bent at the shoulders. Shoulders, they bent at the knees, and the legs legs everywhere. That's I mean, why the Lunar test
3: didn't live up to my expectations. Exactly. But this is why the crazy right. thing That's though right. is,
0: is I was born in 1984. DLG was born in eighty three. Five months apart here. This cartoon came out in eighty five. Right. Is when it first started. Right. So us getting into it, we're watching reruns. I had VHS tapes <laughs> that I would watch of these things. But I mean these guys had everything. I mean, all your major Characters were in here. Your mm-hmm. your your, Zartans, your Destros, Cobra Commanders, Tomax, Storm Shadow, Snake Eyes, Snake Eyes. Duke, Lady Jay, Flint. I mean, Roblox. Anybody you name it, they were in this. And game. You know, it's so funny. Like now, as you're older, you realize it was a cheap trick. But the coolest one was Snake Eyes because he didn't talk. He didn't he talk, and he was, was a ninja. It was probably just to save money on one less voice actor. Yeah. But it was such a cool thing for us that there was this silent super warrior. And like the, the movies that they've come out with, even though they, actually they did pretty decent for the, the money they put Man, into them. Such awful movies though. I love them and I will watch them <laughs> over and over. I own both of them and I will literally just watch them over and over again. So famously there's a story where Channing Tatum doesn't want to do G.I. Joe's. He's contractually obligated because I think he did step up through them, through the same studio. Yeah. And he owed them like one or two more movies. And so. He doesn't want to do... He doesn't want to do G.I. Joe at all. He's begging his agent to come up with a way to get him out of the deal. They're like, listen, we really can't. You owe him a movie. They want to make it this one. They're going to pay you the money in the deal. So really... you got to do he it. He may as well do it. So he... You know, he... he okay, fine. But from that, there's a, there's a role coming out of that that he winds up getting because of it. And I want to say it's... He's able to make Magic Mike because he did. Probably so. Like, the money... Or 21 ended, Jump Street or one of them, something like it that. It was... Uh, but here's the deal, though. Like, so... He was in the first movie, and he goes to the second one, dies or allegedly dies pretty off quickly, and The Rock takes over, right. and it does great. But now they're they're talking about doing a third movie, or even a possible GI Joe Transformers crossover, and they're they're he's still in talks to reprise his role at some point. If they do Transformers, it would be fun to bring him back. Oh, it would be right? awesome because then you could just throw it all together. It would be awesome. So, um, my favorite episode. Okay, and I had it on VHS, <laughs> so I mean I've watched it probably like thirty five million times. It was called Red Rocket Glare. Oh. Remember that episode? No. So, Roadblock, he's a... Okay. We talked about this last week on the podcast. For some reason, I've always identified with African-American characters in everything. X-Men. This is you know, true. Sports. This is true. I'm all... That's, I'm drawn to them. I don't know why. Maybe my, my real dad's African-American. Who knows? Who knows? But anyways, so Roadblocks is big, and it's the character. Roadblock is um, who the Rock plays. Correct. And so his aunt and uncle own the Red Rocket, like... Restaurant. I remember. And there's was, a rocket on okay. top of the restaurant. Right? Yes. And basically, what it comes down to is the the restaurant's owned by a corporation. There's actually like a nuclear nuclear missile like in the rocket head. And so <laughs> they're on this mountaintop, and they have to like they have to save aunt and uncles That's like right. uh, thing. At the end of the episode, they're all, like they make them like food. Like oh, here's one of the red rocket dogs or something. Like that. Like, <laughs> I don't know why, but they always watch that episode, and it's amazing. And GI Joe was probably. of my childhood growing up. It really was. I mean, I had action figures everywhere. Like, my mom would always talk about how she'd come home from work, and me and my grandpa would be there, and there would be, like, epic G.I. Joe battles stringing across, like, three rooms of the house. (laughs) Like, just going everywhere. Well, the thing of it was, too, the exciting part was, while I had all the Ninja Turtles, you had all the G.I. Joes, and the G.I. Joes just had the better vehicles. They did. The helicopters and the jets and the tanks. So, yeah, you can really we really recreated some awesome battles with all the toys. We really did. We we went all out. There was these no, cartoons were a huge, huge we, part. In the trailer in Conroe, we would put them in the AC vent. Yeah, yeah. we string them along to the other vent. Oh, dude. God, we did so many cool things with like <laughs> these G.I. Joes. Like, these <laughs> cartoons coupled with these action figures. And I know you're listening right now, IRLoneStar.com, and you're thinking, wow, I remember playing with those. Or I remember watching that, that show. That's right. So, hey, feel free to drop us a line on the Facebook page. It's facebook.com backslash nerd radio. Tell us about your favorite cartoon shows you watched growing up as a kid. I'm going to give a shout out here okay. to our new boss owner. I right? guess so, yeah, Mr. Dick Schisler. Dick Schisler. He mentioned one and it was it was a fun one that I like to watch, Ronin Warriors. I never watched that one, but you guys were like touching up on that. Yeah, guy. man. It the the armors represented the five elements. It was it was the first anime I ever saw, and it's an American style like, anime. It's Asian version heavy, of Captain Planet? Sort of. Yeah, no, essentially, yeah. These guys were kind of planeteers, sort of. The armors involved the elements, that's where they drew the power, and they could even combine the armor powers together. So like the fire armor could steal power from the other ones to make an inferno armor. Like, it, they did just. It was fun. Is that where Power Rangers came from? My, uh, my suit and the bootlegs? Possibly up? because it predates it and they're color based. F- yeah, actually, now that you say that, a lot of the like the weaponry no games, yeah, probably somebody Power, watched. Power one,
1: Rangers was actually just a thieving show. Uh, Power Rangers actually originally comes from an old Japanese show, and they actually just take like the Ranger footage, right? And, and they it's would, two shows, right? Yeah, it's actually two shows. The all of the English like actors that you see like um, Tommy or whatever, like that's all that's all the American side. But when they get into like the suits and stuff, that is usually a Japanese show that they take and they take they, they use. Jason the David Frank. Right. They, they would use that footage. The Green
4: Ranger, aka the
0: White Ranger.
1: Yeah, they they'd use, they use they would use that footage and put it with their American actors, and that would be a different show for the U.S. audiences than it would be for a Japanese.
0: I show. was never a fan of Power Rangers growing up. You know, I wasn't until the Zords got a little bit cooler. The first set of Zords weren't cool. No, they weren't. The Thunder cool. ones.
1: Yeah. The before we part?
0: get into too much of how no. much I didn't like the Power Rangers, <laughs> so let's jump out here to a break. A little station identification. Yeah. Hello. IRLoneStar.com
3: Nerd Thug Radio Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station and we're looking for more talk shows and volunteer DJs for our music shows if you're interested in having your own talk show on Lone Star or always wanting to live out your dream of being a music DJ contact Lone Star Community Radio online at slash contact us or call the station at 936-647-5747 for more information Deep from the heart of
0: Montgomery's own, here we are. On Conroe's IR Lone Star, Nerd Thug Radio. Talking nerdy. You did try something different. Yeah. You mixed it up a little bit, right? A little right? bit, yeah, a little, little bit. Market. So Joey Savage here. I'm Corey, the captain. Corey DLG. Billy Batson's Hispanic cousin, Nico. <laughs> one of the Shazam kids. <laughs> <laughs> one of the Shazam kids.
1: I saw Flashpoint Paradox. The first
0: time? Yeah. Watch when The, the Watchmen next. That's one your homework.
1: woman just straight murders children in that movie. Listen, right.
0: listen. Nico, you've got homework. I have a lot of them. You have to watch The Watchmen this week. Okay. So that we can grill you about. Does anyone, about it does next anyone week.
1: have it uh, on DVD?
0: I'm sure someone does. You can go to Walmart and probably buy it for like How do I not have it on DVD? I'm, I'm sure I'm you thinking did. out loud right now. I am pretty sure I do, but I have a lot of DVDs and boxes and storage. I don't think I own the watch. What is wrong with you? Check my box that at, at, at Dad's house. Check my DVDs in there. I'm liked. We're doing a little family talk. Yeah, <laughs> oh, right, so, right, right, right. You guys are still here. So, my DLG, fault. how do you feel about Nico having your box of DVDs? Nico, how does it make you feel?
1: It's, it's been kind of normal.
0: Yeah, yeah that's pretty much So, this yeah. week on the Facebook page, we try to get interactive. So, I, I put a post up. Is there anything you want to hear the Savage and the DLG talk about? Uh, one of our uh, best listeners of the show... Shout him out, Mister Donald Williams, uh, from Conroe, Texas. Now he just migrated here because of the show. He, he said, is. "Hey, you guys are going to be in Conroe's FM radio. I'm moving to Conroe, Texas, and he did. So he did. Packed up the wife, Packed put her in a box. Soon to be wife, put her in a box and moved her to Conroe, Texas. That's right. It All was a, because we moved stations. It had air holes. So. To okay. Irlonestar dot." Com. That's right. Alright, so he put a thing up on Facebook. It was Donnie Utah. Donnie famously. Utah. Donnie Utah is his uh, stage name, That's his right. uh stripper name if you if you would say. Or his radio show or name. Or his radio show name, whatever you want to go with. <laughs> <laughs> so basically he put a picture up and it said, Build a team of six. Right. And I think it's kind of a play on the Avengers. Uh looks like from his picture here it's the, uh, the ultimate ultimates, yeah, yeah. So basically, DLG, he wants us to pick one leader, one size manipulator, okay, two powerhouses, one magic wielder, and one tech wielder, designer, interactor, however you want to say it. Okay. From that squad, you have to build your own team. You wanna um, go first or uh, do you want me to start it off? How do we do let's do this. Let's let's one piece at a time. One piece at a time. Okay. Okay. So you want to start at the bottom and end with the leader, or you want to start with the leader and end with the bottom? Oh, let's start at the bottom. That we'll start at the exciting. bottom. So we'll start with our. That's gonna. That's gonna. Okay. We'll go with the tech guy. We're gonna go with our tech guy here. So our guy who's in charge of tech. Tech. You want me to go first? Or you want to go first? Uh, you can go first. You can so go I first. kind of treated this as my new Uncanny Avengers uh, squad. Okay. So if you if you read Uncanny Avengers, it's a it's a mix mash of mutants and of old Avengers, new Avengers. I don't have any Inhumans on my squad, but there are Inhumans on, on the squad as well. So it's really? basically... the Inhumans? There's a new... The one that's um, that Old Cap was running with Deadpool and Gambit and all this stuff. Oh. There was an Inhuman chick on there. Okay. so All right. So here we go. So my tech guy for my new Uncanny Avengers Volume 1, Forge. Okay. Previously okay. of the X-Men. All right. Oh, that's pretty good. Pretty Such good. a great character. Yes. Yeah. Uh, big time. I mean, the dude can build just about anything... Out of anything. Well, that is kind of his mutant power. Exactly it's to build anything. So whenever I was reading the Uncanny X Force, which I've talked about a couple times on the show, mm-hmm. he, he was part of that he was part of that squad, and there were some scenes where they were stuck in a junkyard trying to build like a plane to get out. And then <laughs> he just put some stuff together. And they end up like fighting some like huge whatever it was, and he built some machine to like take it on like out of nothing. So, <laughs> Forge to me is a great character. I mean, he's been a leader on his own. He's um, built time machines. He's built time machines. Dude can build anything. Yeah, yeah. And I try to with this squad not go with your your normal characters. Okay. And try to put a cast together of some guys who ain't been getting some love lately to build the new squad. Okay. See, so my I'm tech go, guy is Forge. I'm gonna go straight brutal here. All right. I'm gonna write this down so we okay. can keep those. okay. Oh, you know what we should do? What should we do? Hero Clicks Battle. There it is. Boom. We'll build our two squads. Yes, I like it. And we'll live like feed it. us taking on each other on the Facebook. We'll play it out. Okay, sound okay. good? It does sound good. So if you guys uh, like Hero Clicks, we haven't mentioned it once on this show. It's a tabletop game that we love. We'll get into it next week. We're going to live feed sometime next week. after live stream. Yeah, we're going to live stream uh, sometime this week after the show airs. Uh, we'll put a post up there, and you can see our team's battled out. Your team, go. Okay, so my team is going to be kind of a brutal, wet works. Let's get in there and get meaty and greedy and just really... Meaty and greedy. Just just take something, take care of problems. All right. So that means my tech guy is Toy Man. Toy Man. The new one. Oh, the new one from, from DC? DC? The new Toy Man from DC. So are you mix-mashing I'm going to mix-mash. Mix-mash Marvel and DC. So it's a, like a Amalgam crossover almost. it's a, It's a... The world's emerging... These six are going to fix it. These six are going to fix it. Toy Masters. I'm not too familiar on the new Toy Masters. The new toy one is actually a 14-year-old Asian boy. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder you like it. Yeah. But what happens is uh, Bruce Wayne Enterprises finds out that this kid is just building some off-the-wall crazy tech. So he gives him basically an unlimited budget, and he says, Batman needs toys. Go to work. That's kind of so cool. This, so this guy just builds... Some crazy stuff. So he's like a, a hero toy master, not the original villain type. He's not, he's not a villain toy man. He he is a... He's, and he's not actually building toys. He's not building toys. And he doesn't consider himself a hero either. He just builds whatever he feels like and he's taking advantage of this limitless budget. So he also kind of schemes things and modifies things. He created the composite Superman-Batman robot that they used in the Superman-Batman story Okay, to stop the kryptonite meteorite. That's pretty cool. So, But he builds whatever he wants. He really doesn't affiliate hero or villain, he's just going to do whatever he wants, and just so happens that Bruce Wayne is writing huge checks. So our first two choices. Are, uh, I'm pr- going to throw in here a uh, Warlock. Okay, so our be- uh, first Ooh. two choices. It's a good one. It's a good one. Our first two choices here, um, I go with uh, a Native American. Right. And you're taking uh, an Asian. An Asian. So we're getting some some good uh, some yeah, mix already. There we go. Uh, Nico Warlock. We'll put Nico down here. Warlock. The New Mutants. I like it. I like <laughs> it. Okay, so let's jump into the next one. You're going to go first this I'm time. I'm going to go first. I'm going to go You're first. Your magic wielder. My magic wielder. So, we just did a magic based team. We did? And I really enjoyed playing this character, but also I really feel like if this were. We could create Hero Clix Out of Nowhere, I would go back to my Ghost Rider guy that I was using. Jason the, Blood? My So, but for the purpose of this, Jason Blood and Ettrick and the Demon combo. Combo, okay.
1: Well, no, they're the same guy.
0: They are the same guy. Which is neat because you took. Some guy who's basically like a villain, right ish, and you're gonna put him on a squad, right, which is kind of the same thing I did because my magic guy here I'm going with none other than Loki himself, nice. so Loki like kind of bounces back between uh yeah he, he shifts he, he shifts i you don't call him evil he he he's neutral, but you never know his end goal. You never know his the end game with him, right, and that's why I kind of want him on my squad because he's such a fun character to read. He's such a fun character to throw in there with teams. Yeah. He's mischievous. Yeah. There's always gonna be like a side story or something that he's wheeling and dealing on the back end. It just keeps some fresh newness to the sh- to the to the team having Loki uh on the squad. I like it. Uh a runner up for me would have been Shade. Shade? He's from my favorite comic book, Starman. Your favorite comic book is Starman. As far as how it was written. How it was written? Yeah. Make okay. sure it's not your favorite ever? It's not my... F- uh, you know what? I think it is one of my... It's my favorite ever as far as writing and art. Okay. Not necessarily characters and stuff. The okay. story is a beautiful story. It tells the story of Jack Knight. Okay, that sounds good. All right, so let's move on to... We're going to go two powerhouses here? Yes. Okay. Right. So do you want to name both? No, you name one. I'll name one. We'll just... We'll go back and forth. Okay, okay. So my first powerhouse here would have to be somebody... you got to go long range because so far my guys are kind of up close guys. So my first powerhouse would be... Superman. Superman. Okay, so you're going to go with the obvious. Taking the soups. So you're going to have Superman on your squad as a powerhouse, but not the leader. Not the leader. That's going to be an interesting he take. He doesn't on the show. lead this team. That's going to be an interesting take, especially when. it's going to be his leader. Um, him and Jason Blood <laughs> interact with one another. Yeah. So what's. Well, besides just being a little different, like what What else do you think Superman brings to the squad? Maybe a sense of uh, some goodness? Like a well, moral compass? Probably a bit of a moral compass, which this team would desperately need. But more importantly than that, what he has is... Insane power. <laughs> insane power. The ability to kind of catch all, oh man, I forgot we've got to laser vision something, and also be invulnerable when we do it. And there's really, there's not a lot of guys oh, in the I need to the, pick up this entire planet and move it. Right. Whoops. My bad. Famously, yeah. when they switched colors with the Superman... Is it like eighth time he said that today? Famously? Listen, it's my, it's my word and I'm going to own it. Own it. When he turned into Electric Blue, <sighs> one of the coolest Justice League moments was when they magnetized the entire moon using Superman's electric abilities to keep it away from slamming into the earth. That's pretty cool. He I dig it. it. He just sort of like kept it away, yeah. Genius. I'm going to match your Superman. Okay. With Hercules. Nice. god Hercules. Solid. Demigod. Jones. Demigod Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't get much love anymore. No, he doesn't. He really doesn't. Throw him on this original
1: Original name Heracles, a.k.a. meaning gift from Hera. Whoa. Even though Hera hated him.
0: Right. That's kind of ironic. Yeah. That's Don't you kind of... think? We should ask Alanis Morset. A little too ironic. Don't you think? Yes, I really do think. But Hercules. Throw him on the squad. I like it. I mean, he adds kind of the moral compass as well. Um, you're Superman. Uh, he's super powerful. Right, right. And he's going to bring the hammer I like to it. the squad. I like it. All right. So you're second power guy. So I'm a second powerhouse going the exact opposite, but actually kind of similar to where you were there. She Hulk. She Hulk. Okay. You got a hot chicken green. You're gonna get well, you can't get China to play her if there was a movie. Mm-hmm. No, not anymore. She Hulk. Yeah, no, great character. <laughs> I uh, actually considered putting her on my squad uh myself, but I didn't. I, I, I originally I thought Hulk, but then I was like well then the issue becomes how do you control Hulk because yeah, She Hulk can control <laughs> Well. <laughs> but now both your powerhouses are fighting each other and the four yeah. of you are left. Or true, be like Thor true. and Hulk all the time. Oh, Basically, you're just doing a rerun, but with, with Superman. See, and I'm over it. So um I went in a different direction. I put brains and power together. Brains and power together, uh, and you've got a lawyer. Yeah, which will Did help. Get you out of all your legal fees. <laughs> yep. yep <okay>. <laughs> so <laughs> so all the stuff you. that Superman destroys, right. She Hulk can then get them out of. That's right. All right. So my second powerhouse, oh. Jessica Jones. Okay. So you, here's what okay. I want to do. I want to give her her powers back. Okay. To where she is a superhero once again. So mixing this like... Jessica Jones powerhouse who kinda of has a drinking problem and just right, likes to okay. party and have a great time still and just It's like a young Jessica a Jones. Young Jessica Jones. Okay. Uh, on the squad and to see how she would interact with Hercules, who's got the moral compass, or even Loki, who's probably gonna like the what are we to call it? Like prodding her yeah. to like to pushing, be evil, buttons, pushing 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 buttons her buttons sure. left and right. Yes. Like, it would make for a great story. It definitely would. That would be an interesting that would be an interesting book to read. I'm I'm already excited thinking right now. Hey Marvel, you should listen. To my lineup. Yeah, know? for real. Hit us up on Twitter, Marvel, and hire us to write some stuff. I'm gonna for tweet you. Our, our teams to Marvel. Oh, uh, your team won't work. I'll tweet my team. We'll, we'll tweak yours a little bit. All right. Yeah, yeah. We got some. i got
1: mysticism guy. I'm gonna go
0: Doctor Strange. Doctor oh, Strange. Okay. okay. All right. All right. So Nico late to the party as usual. T Strange because he can't drive. Right. Speaking of Strange, Taylor Swift and Calvin Harris broke up this week. I'm I'm sad. T Swift. Now's your turn. No, no. Listen, like I said. I'm a fan. I don't. I'm, I'm not I'm trying to. I'm not trying to get all up on it. T Swift, Powerhouse One, Juggernaut, Jugs. I'll just put Jugs. Stay strong, T Swift. Stay strong, girl. I look forward to the new album. Size Manipulator. Wait, well, right? yeah. he's got one more powerhouse. Oh, he, he's he's going to be in like ten minutes. He'll come up with this. I was going
1: to go Juggernaut Colossus. Juggernaut Colossus. There you go.
0: Juggernaut Colossus. Very. X-Men. Who's going to wear the helmet? Yeah. Oh, can they co wear it?
1: No, there's only one. There's only one champion of. There could be only one.
0: Zero attack. Oh, yeah. Zero tech. Zero attack. That's C- in tech. the X Men cartoons. You should watch it. Yeah, yeah. Come on, sure. man. Well,
1: I, I told you, I, I was far too young to watch the X Men. Well, now you've got homework. <laughs> so you true. have to watch
0: the X Men cartoons. You, you have, to also watch. have to watch the Watchmen. You all all right. have to well, watch I'm... all hundred and some odd
1: episodes. of the X-Men <laughs> X-Men cartoon, <laughs> <one> All <laughs> one six day. seasons. All right, all right Corey. I are right, put you ready? In a time chamber and watch all of them. Okay. Size
0: manipulator. I feel that kind of limits you on what you can do.
1: Yeah, but you get you get some guys that can go like just huge. Like go like Goliath or.
0: Same guy. The, which one? The Black
1: Goliath. Yeah,
0: that's uh, Bill Foster. Yeah, uh,
1: Atlas. Yeah. I've got a good
0: one. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go totally left wing here. Right wing, crazy out there. Stature. Oh, that was mine. Was it? High five there, right nice. yeah, Cassandra Lang. Yeah, yeah. So we're both taking the same one. So Cassie Lang. The reason I want to put her on this team is you think Superman's a moral compass? You got a fourteen year old girl who doesn't know right from wrong. Exactly. So you put her on the squad with your Toy Master. Right. Romance happens. Ooh, a little teenage romance. Yeah, I needed some youth on my squad, and I wanted to get someone who doesn't have like their own shell or their comic book or right. Like, not right. Only, right. I mean, she did the Young Avengers thing for a while, and she's she's been around for a while. But uh, to get her on her own, like. Fully loaded, like legit team. Right and the, the great part about her is when she gets angry she gets really big and when she starts feeling guilty she starts shrinking really again so how she interacts with that and that how that helps the team out right. Right, will be great so she's kind of could almost be like our Hulk character like you sort gotta get her angry of. so she can get big and go and crazy then, and then you gotta get her focused and guilty to get her to shrink yeah exactly <laughs> like, so, look you destroyed all these buildings I, I like, can't oh. believe you just killed all those people it's gonna be hard though Ooh. to uh, play this in Heroclix since neither one of us own a stature because I don't think there is one uh, yeah there is a
1: Captain America one not Captain America Civil War is coming out, well, we'll, so
0: we'll have to wait. Well, sell the Civil War is coming out, but also there already was one. You own one, uh,
1: Seek, uh, was it Secret Invasion? Yeah, oh, God, oh. that's old. That is an old set. She probably has like a nine attack top. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just
0: we'll omit her from the squad, maybe All we'll right. figure something out. Though. Ready to get into the leaders? I am. Oh, wait, you didn't get mine. I was Atomica? Atomica. Atomica. Atomica, you would way to ruin the marble thing. Yeah, uh, it went totally different. Though. Jeez, okay. Why don't you just go with Ant Man Hate Pim? I thought about going wasp at one point. Yeah. See, I wanted, then, use, I wanted to use Hank Pym as
1: my my tech dude. The, guy now. I gotta go the more I
0: researched, I was like, man, Cassandra Lang would be awesome. She would be fun. She'd be she a lot be of fun great. with it. There's so much stuff you can do with her because they haven't done a whole lot with mm-hmm. her. with her. Although I do think, and I'm not sure about this, I think currently she's dead in the Marvel Comics. No, no, she came back. So, oh, oh did she? In the was it? The, I guess it was the onslaught um, storyline, and Doctor Doom got powers and became like good uh-huh. for a while. One of the things he wanted to do in order, to, like, atone for all his bad things, is he brought her back, nice. he brought her back to life. So, thanks, little... Doctor Doom. Thank you, Doom. So this brings us to the leader, our team leader. Squad, go first. Ooh. I'm going to go first here. Yep. Okay. okay, I'm going to go Sister Superior, Justice League Elite. Sister Superior. Of course, you. Can. You're going to have. Yeah. A, so you're voting for Hillary, obviously. <laughs> a chick yep. running your squad. She's she's awesome. If you've ever read JL Elite. What, do you think she leads an undercover team that essentially kind of is what I was Superman talking about? Superman listen to her. Superman trusts her with the fate of the planet. Does he? He does. But would he go in a team under her? Um, let her call the shots, and he's like, "All right, okay, you want me to blaze that? Sure." There might be there might be a good source of conflict in a book right there. There could be a good mm-hmm. good point. That's why we're both writers. do you go, aspiring aspiring. Yeah, we can just declare ourselves these aspiring. things. Well, my my Twitter handle says I'm an aspiring writer. Yeah, and, and rapper, and I am a and published author. Loves. Yeah. Both of we you talk are. About, yeah, we talked about this. That's right, your book I have of poetry. It's like poetry. Talk to me. It wasn't, it wasn't that, but. <laughs> we gotta find the links for the stuff and put it on the. Page. We got Where's your
1: official. Because you said you
0: have yeah. a printed copy I do, I but that. this one I was like 16, and now I'm. So there, nice. That was 16 years ago. I'm sure It's at a goodwill and death. I bet my mom probably has it somewhere. <laughs> locked up in a box or something. Hey, I remember I that one time you posted a book? Remember that one time you posted that book and all those poems in it? Here you go. Alright, you ready for my leader? Okay. So Samurai. Pretty obvious. Pretty obvious who it's gonna be cable.
2: Yeah, be oh, you would of my can't would. even
0: just but think about it. I mean he's led the X-Force, he's led the new mutants, him and Forge already have like a friendship going on so they can work well together. I kind of feel like of time know. travel. Ugh. I mean he's got telekinesis, he's telekinesis, there's so many things he can do. Okay, here's what I would do in your story. Yes, go ahead. The very first story, they fail. And so the reason cable becomes the leader is he's not on the team, they go to do their mission, they fail, they're literally like on a spaceship. It's going the wrong direction. Earth blows up, and they're like, "We screwed everything. We screwed up. everything." Maybe not up. blowing up Earth. but yeah, maybe blowing up Earth. Is yeah, like, time travel. And
1: then just, Cable. Just, what if it's not time travel? It's just different dimensions. So like like Rick and Morty when they come in, they're like, "We already blew up
0: our Earth." <laughs> one of the cool things about Cable is he's constantly time traveling, trying to prevent stuff from the future. Exactly. Time sliding. Yeah, he's time sliding. Like so crazy. he body slides into the into the into the escaping craft. which is what he usually does. He just what? shows up. Shows up, and he's like, "What did you guys do?" So like in the new Uncanny Avengers. Or not new, but the new story that had to come out right before they went to the Pleasant Hill stuff. Um, yeah, capping them—they're—they're they're taking on this this uh, Inhuman who can turn the world into like basically vegetation. And, <laughs> All right, and that's, that's uh, a Cable just shows up and is like, "I know what you did wrong. Let me help you fix it." Okay, <laughs> yeah, just, okay this which is it. awesome. Right. Cable's just jumping in and out everywhere. But yeah, so I definitely think <laughs> your team fails in its first mission. Cable shows up. They get—they get, a, they get they the team get a fails bullying. with Forge as the leader. Right. He's like, "Man, I know how to fix this." And right. He just—he calls Cable.
1: No, someone someone definitely going to put Stasher as the leader. They're like, why did you
0: put the 14-year-old girl as the leader of this team? Yeah, definitely going to be Forge. Yeah, Yeah. definitely going to be Forge. So, or your team could kind of just be the five people who made it onto the craft in time. Maybe in so. Yeah, maybe so. That could be it as well. I think there's a lot of potential here. Yeah, <laughs> definitely potential. So potential. you pull up your like in the first five pages of your book and Cable shows up and he's like, "What did y'all do? We've got to go back. Who puts who pushed the red button?" Right. So then the whole like story arc is them going back through time trying to figure out what events led exactly. up to it. <laughs> how to stop it. Exactly. And yeah, you this never sounds even amazing. know as the, as the reader you don't even know You're As like, the writer, I don't even know. I'm just, gonna keep you just going to keep going doing this, this sounds you awesome. You fight like 1960s Doctor Doom. Yeah. So Marvel, get ready because I'm, go, I'm, I'm about to tweak this, this to you right now. Yeah, I think well, you should, I think yeah. we should pitch it. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna work. work. I'm gonna tweak it. Too. I'm gonna pitch it. Jessica Jones drunk. Oh great. Now <laughs> my favorite bar is gone. <laughs> what am I gonna do? Come <laughs> here, Cable. Let's make out. <laughs> Hercules, how big of a man are you? Yeah. Heracles. Heracles, tame, tame this lion. Tame this lion right now. But so definitely, I like that lineup. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Nico, who's going to be your leader here? Yeah, who's your leader, bro? I'm really, I'm really
1: mulling this over. I really don't know. I think I'm going to go with Gambit. Gambit what? is the leader. Because I've, because I've heard a lot of Gambit and he's just been like, kind of like, the, kind of an X-Men that's like, he's kind of done like things that other X-Men wouldn't do. Okay. He's kind of a leader that would make decisions that other X-Men wouldn't want to do.
0: I think he just makes decisions on what he can steal, basically. Your book is a caper book. Yes. <laughs> like, like seriously, your book is, so the reason this, your team even exists is because someone has tasked Gambit with stealing a mystical artifact from, like, the intergalactic bank. Shi'ar. Shi'ar, yes. So there's, like, a Shi'ar witch doctor who's about to open the Vault of a Thousand Years of Sleep that only opens once every millennia. And he's going to steal all of it. And Gambit needs to build a crew to get that item. This is a great team. That's your squad. That's your squad. You just replace Atomica with, like, Wasp or... I think Wasp or like... Uh, Hank Pym. Hank Pym. Scott Lang.
1: Yeah. Ah, somebody. Scott Lang would be cool. Or somebody.
0: Stature. Yeah, or what? your statures. Oh, Four statues. Right? <laughs> yeah. Who would have guessed? Three statues all on the same team. This is awesome. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, I really like the idea. Uh, Donald, thanks for posting that. I mean, it, it gave us uh, some good stuff to think about. Absolutely. I mean, I spent a full week trying to decide. Actually, no, I spent a couple of days. <laughs> but I mean, as soon as he posted, I was like, man, this is good, great. We're going to have to talk about this. We totally On did. the show. Totally did. And we're always down for that. So if you guys have anything you want to hear uh, the Savage and the DLG talk about, well, hit right. us up on Facebook. We'll try to get to uh, whatever we can. Uh, it might not be that week, but uh, we'll, we'll definitely roll it into the show yeah absolutely i think it was a lot of fun uh in the picture, it's the ultimates yeah and that's the moment where they uh they assemble to fight they're fighting against basically the united nations the uh security council assembled like a a anti-ultimate squad being tricked by loki not knowing it and these are the guys who come it's the ultimates and it's uh, great britain's excalibur team coming together to uh save the day yeah, it's, I mean, it was good Excalibur. stuff. No, this was the Ultimate version of Excalibur, so it's like Brian Braddock's superheroes. Like, uh, Captain Britain's father was a great geneticist, doctor himself. And so in the Ultimate Universe, he makes his own superheroes, and that's why Captain Britain and like are superheroes. Uh-huh. The Ultimates are very much about, like, uh, genetic, genetically modified characters are going to be the new weapons of mass destruction. So uh-huh. famously, Mark Millar, who wrote the Ultimates in the Ultimate Universe, uh, one of his arcs is called Humans of Mass Destruction. So the idea is literally that humans, raw mass. And so the idea struck. is that people are the next nuclear weapons.
1: That makes sense, especially when you have people who are mooks.
0: Exactly, way. exactly. Shout this was, to, was a lot of fun. Shout I, to I my look troop. forward to doing that, uh, to, to doing this click battle here because that would be pretty epic. I feel like my team would be like a million points, though. <laughs> yeah, really I'm really looking cool. at the points right now. It's gonna be, it's gonna be complicated. we can get it figured out, though. We'll actually, I think, out. I think we're our smart, teams are actually right? pretty comparable. We're smart guys, wise We can figure it out. Yeah, we're not done. We're smart fellers. We one time did something smart. One time. That's what start this show. This, this was the this time. Was. Yeah, this, no, was, you know, this was. Yeah, uh, no, you know, we come up with some pretty show. good ideas. We do. Uh, Spogomics was always a good idea. That was yeah. fun. We just was in the wrong venue at the wrong time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we yeah. had a lot of great stuff going on. We did. We did. Played a mini Hero clicks in that store. We did play Mini Hero clicks in we that? Like, what was that one kid uh, that would always come in? His oh. mom owned a booth down the way. And we, he always wanted to buy the Kick Ass comics, and we wouldn't sell them to him. <laughs> he was like thirteen. He, he was he was he was nice. But you know who I always think about when I think about that store was uh the kid who came in and who won the Yu Gi Oh tournament in Houston. He he came in he came in third in like a regional massive Yu Gi Oh regional event, and he was like ten. So him and his mom won a trip to Japan. Oh wow. To go play when the next level tournament started. Yeah. So he showed up at my shop and we were teaching him hero clicks. Really nice kid. I, I, I'm trying to remember his name and i actually probably wouldn't even say his name if I if I recall it because he, he's ten. He was ten. So if I could put his name out on we'll the call podcast, him there, Agent X. We'll call him Agent yeah. X. Um, really nice. It was a it was an Indian family. They were really nice there. And uh, he came in with all this money. And I, at first I thought he stole it because I mean it was a
1: ton. He literally had like a thousand dollars in cash oh, wow. on him
0: at the store. And he bought my entire uh, my entire catalog of clicks at the time all. I had just gotten in an entire brick of uh, X Men, Wolverine in yeah. the X Men. So I had like, uh, had the eight boosters with the super team base. Yeah. And he walks to he goes, "How much for all of it?" I'm literally stocking the store in the morning. He's like, "How much for all of it?" And I was like, "What? You want it all now?" I, okay, I was, making, like, I was let's, like, "Let's let's make a deal." I was like, well, it's going to be kind of expensive, man, because typically he came in about five or ten bucks at a time. He pulls out this wad of money. And I was Look like, what I got, bro. Yeah. Give me what I want. I was like, where did you get that? And I, I really was going to go tell his, his brothers at the cell phone store down the way. I was really going to be like, hey, did, you know, your little brother's got like 12 grand on him right now. <laughs> He's walking <laughs> around with a thousand dollars. In a flea market? This flea is market. not good business. It, but what had happened was he'd actually, so like I said, he won the Utah tournament there locally and was qualified now for the trip to Japan to play it there. That's so awesome. I yeah. wish I was that good at anything. At anything. And <laughs> at here he anything. was at 10 years old. And he actually, when he, the, when he was learning the Heroclix, he was, he was Pick it picking up it up pretty good. quick. He's he could just, probably beat Nico. He's Niko. just a young prodigy. Yeah, like. he totally could have beat Nico. No problem. Oh, yeah, I'm trash. <laughs> <in Niko. laughs> all right. So this kind of winds us down here. we got a few minutes left, but there's always some business you want to take care of on your way out the door when you're doing a show like this. Yeah, so first of all, we always say... Star.com. we're happy to be part of the part of the station yeah thanks for uh, thanks for inviting us in Lone Star community radio this is our first show thank you to everyone who's out there listening uh, like we said uh, plenty of times we are nerd Thug radio you can find us at facebook.com backslash NerdThug radio uh, Twitter is at at nerd Thug radio DLG you're on the Twitter as Corey DLG I am also on Twitter I don't get on much but I am a Joey underscore slapshot a little different uh, stuff yeah, going a little on bit there. different there um, and I have the unofficial Nerd Thug Radio Instagram page at joey.savage15. I'm pretty active on the social media. Um, Also, this week, uh, DLG, we're going to be out at uh, Space Cadets in Oak Ridge, uh, starting off the uh, Heroclix Marvel OP event, Civil War. So if you want to come interact with uh, me and the DLG, check out Space Cadets uh, at 3 o'clock this Saturday. Also tonight, this show airs Monday, 1 to 3 p.m. tonight I will be at Exit 73 hosting the Madden Tournament. So, when this show's over with, uh, you guys want to come meet the DLG, he'll be at Exit 73 in the Woodlands. It's going to be a $10 entry fee. You come on in, say hi to me. We hang out. I host a Madden Tournament there. This is the first week of it. So, good luck to uh, to you on that. Yes, yes. We're it's all gonna very excited. It's going to be pretty exciting. So, hey guys, uh, thanks for listening. Signing off, this is the Captain, Joey Savage. And Corey DLG. And as always, our executive producer, Clark Nico Kent. We out. Nerd Thug Radio Talking Nerdy Talking Nerdy
4: Thanks for checking out this production On Lone Star Community Radio Montgomery County's radio station For more information on this show And other shows on Lone Star Check us out online at IRLoneStar.com If you're interested in sponsoring a program On Lone Star Community Radio And reaching the local audience of Montgomery County On FM, Internet, TV media, please call 936-647-5747 or contact us online at IRLoneStar.com. This recording is a Lone Star Community Radio production produced by the show host and Dick Schistler of Lone Star Community Radio. Interested in volunteering as a music DJ or starting your own talk show? Yeah, contact Dick Schistler at Dick at IRLoneStar.com or by phone at 936 936-